Hey guys, this episode of BAOS Podcast is brought to you by Lilypad. At BAOS, we're all about spreading our love for craft beer and helping breweries grow. So to celebrate hitting over 100 episodes, 100 episodes, we teamed up with our friends at Lilypad for an exclusive offer. Lilypad are a team of beer lovers in Tampa, Florida, whose mission is to help craft breweries sell more beer. Our mates at Bose and Collective Arts both use the Lilypad app to empower their sales teams, keep track of their progress, and get more beers in the mouths of beer lovers like you guys. Now, now, if you're a beer rep or a brewmaster listening today and you want a kick-ass tool to help you grow, Lilypad is actually giving a $200 discount to anyone who reaches out to them and mentions BAOS Podcast. So that is $200 off just for saying you heard it from us. So if you want to sell more of your delicious craft beer, head to lilypad.co, that's L-I-L-Y-P-A-D dot C-O, and schedule a demo with them today. Now, let's drink some beer. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead. Welcome to episode 103 of Beer Night, the podcast. Today, we are here. This is the VIP area, apparently. So we're feeling pretty good. We're at the Artisanal. Uh, once again, huge shout out to Don, Tony, and Megan for letting us use their space. This is a brand new craft beer bar on the corner of Crescent and Maisonneuve, downtown Montreal. Uh, I'm here with Jan and Etienne from Microbrasserie Vox Populi. Gentlemen, thank you for hey. hanging out. Pleasure. Really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. You guys good? Yeah, 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 yeah. very good. Nice day? Yeah. Do a not bit of drinking? Shiny, not too, yeah. Not. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> That's why um, we're here. Yes, so, business. yeah, right? Yes. So this, this is the best part of it. So maybe we should, um, do you want to just, let's, let's just like tell people what we have on the table here and then we'll crack open the first one. What is this bad boy? Yeah, okay, so um, this is, uh, well, you know, we have um, a stout called Vox Stout and we have, uh, you know, different kind of stout. Okay. So it's always the same base, you know, same uh, base recipe. And we change, uh, you know, the, because um, this one is a new one, it's not out yet. Okay. Well, maybe it's it's gonna be out when um, it's come out in yeah, a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this one is uh, coconut stout, but nice. we all we have um, the milkshake, the milkshake, coffee. the chocolate, and coffee. Nice. It's yeah. like a nice four. So that's just that's just the the fourth uh, stout that we have. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. So. Um, what is this bad? Yeah, boy? this one is uh, well, basically the the, the blue can is uh, the the um, the Vox Pop IPA. So this is uh, the IPA that you can. Uh, uh, vote for uh, you know the the, the ops every month, so nice. that's basically the, the the whole point of the Vox Pop IPA. But this is a different one; it's uh, the milkshake one. So this it came one? out the first time. Yeah, we already oh, had shit. one. This one in um, May June, around May June. Right. So uh, so we did a you know we did a second batch, um, okay. and uh, next time it it comes out, it's it's gonna it's gonna have its um, uh, its own can. So for the milkshake. A, yeah, a different branding and uh, okay. so it's going to be well, a... What we did for this one actually is that we made a, a vote at the beginning of the summer for either a milkshake one, a brunch version like with uh, citrus yeah. juice, kind yeah. of like this one but less, less juice. And the third one was a sour, sour IPA. Nice. It was kind of a mock uh, vote because we, we intended to do all three of them anyway. So. Right. But that's the one who, who, who got yeah, one, yeah, the, the, the milkshake one. one yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have a question for you guys about this. So are you guys, do you guys know Noah Forrest from yeah. Beerism? Yeah. So we're in this little beer chat with a bunch of other beer media people. And we have a constant joke about team lactose or team yeah, no yeah. lactose. I've seen that it. dumb yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. Which team are you guys definitively on? Uh, I would say not definitive, definitively like uh, um, on lactose team, but okay. I don't mind. You know, 
it's um, right. I don't mind that there's lactose in in a, in a beer. Okay. But um, you know, I'm not craving for that. I'm just not just looking for that. But um, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I'll accept that. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, uh, like if if I like lactose in a beer or not, or what's what's the well, like the joke is, I guess, like it kind of went way too far. Like, <laughs> just a couple of guys don't. Yeah, maybe. And like they drink lactose as beer as well, and I, I don't need it in everything. It's just like you end up having this the ridiculous, and you just end up staunchly taking the side and fighting for like a lactose should be in everything type of dumb shit. Oh, yeah, but yeah. do you like lactose in beer as I don't you guys mind, are? but I I'm <laughs> not a big fan of it. Like I if I see a milkshake stout or a milkshake IPA. It probably won't be my first choice. Okay. So I, I like to taste them and everything, but it's not, it's not something I, I, I go for. So you guys wouldn't be on either team. It's just kind yeah. of like whatever. Yeah, yeah we're gonna. Okay, I'd rather that than, than choose the other side. Because <laughs> what, what side are you on? Team lactose. Team day. lactose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I lo- like, I'm like. I don't need it. Like, it's way too. Yeah. I joke about it way more, but I do really enjoy it. Yeah. But it's not like necessary. There's a lot of like it can be used badly. If it's used right, it's like what what kind of beer. Would you like it beside a, a lactose uh, a milkshake stout and uh, yeah. a milkshake IPA? What else would you put what, in it? Yeah, lambic. Well, sour, oh, sour lambic. beers. I think a I, I enjoy beer. lactose and yeah. sour beers. So. That's it. Do you know what I had? I had a sour lactose IPA from Bar Canada the other day. That was really good. I didn't even yeah. know it really had lactose in it at first. I yeah. had to read the can and like, and I was like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like subtle. I think it depends. Yeah, like, it has to be subtle. You can have it subtle. And we actually did a collab with you know, Simon from Les Bas Public. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We did it uh, for Mondial this year. We did a sour. The creamsicle. That's the creamsicle yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah, and that was a sour marmalade. Yeah. Lactose sour, milkshake yeah. sour, or whatever. So yeah. you're right. It's a good one. Yeah. Sour is. It's probably the only other style. I don't think it really works in anything else. It was only on tap though, right? That one was only on tap. Okay. I was hoping to... Do they still have it? No, no, that would be long gone. I wanted to do it at Oshleg, but he said it would have been like, we do it at their place for Mondial, or we do it in like November at Oshleg. Oh, okay. Yeah, like okay. super, super busy. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's kind of fun for that. I think it needs some tweaks, but it was cool to have the lactose in that beer. And I know yeah. we, for the size, I think a 500 liter okay, yeah. fermenters, I think we only use like 10 kilos. 10 bags of lactose and I think that he said an average milkshake IPA would have at least double that for that size so, <laughs> so it was, if, if it's used right and subtle like it's a little subtle it yeah. wasn't overpower, overpowering yeah. so I think that's kind of what it is but I always joke with Noah like yeah put in the lambic <laughs> or the food aid saisons need lactose and shit they get really mad about it Saison uh, lactose right yeah, that would be, <laughs> be disgusting <laughs> be funny though Pilsner with lactose yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would lactose be lactose. maybe terrible Pilsner. Wow. you know what it could be a good collab yeah. The lactose pills just to piss people off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the best. Um, sorry, I really like uh, Viadofia. This bad boy, this is my, one of my favorite, seriously, but pretty my favorite beer in Quebec. I'm in love with this beer. Yeah, the Kelly Sour Brunch. Yes, so, the greatest. Um, yeah, basically it's a, you know, a Berlin of Ice style beer. Um, uh, and we added the citrus juice. Yep. So, um, you know, we, we, you know, when we did that beer, the focus was really to have like a mimosa, like, uh, you know, something that tasted like that. So yes. um, that's why we called it brunch, you know, so um, it was invented actually, like after a, a long night of night. drinking and yeah. kind of hang over a bit and, and we got up one morning and yeah, you know, we, yeah, we just it. put orange juice in the kettle sour. Yeah. That was it. Just poured it. Was it. Yeah. And you're like, yo, this is amazing. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah and so. it should be at every restaurant in Montreal. Like, it, it needs to be with brunch every time. Yeah, like, well, it should be. You, you know, um, 
you know, where 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 they serve breakfast, uh, yes. you could have this beer because it's only three percent. So yeah. it's perfect. Like instead of like actually getting like the champagne glass from Mimosa, this is uh, yeah, it's what I would prefer. It's I weird that it. you, you 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 don't feel bad for having it at like ten in the morning. No, never. Don't even feel it. <laughs> um, what's this bad boy? Yeah, so uh, yeah, the Double Fruit Punch IPA. Nice. That's um, well, that's basically our flagship. It's the first beer that we uh, we've done at Oshlag. Nice. Um, still, you know, the best uh, seller that we have. Nice. So that's the one that we brew uh, the most. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, so it's. It was uh, the first one I had from you guys at Mondial, like two or three years ago. Yeah. Maybe? So that's that was the only beer that that yeah, we had, that had, we had yeah, okay. that, at that time. Nice. So that was our first beer. Um, so yeah, so that's that's why it's our flagship. It's the best seller, and uh, you know many people recognize us by that beer. Right. Um, so yeah, I love it. And, and, and just yes, you were saying this earlier. It's it's kind of a, a gateway beer for people who doesn't li who don't like uh, IPAs. Oh yeah. A lot of people come to yeah. us in, in festivals and say, you know what, this beer got me into IPAs. Wow. And, and, and they they still drink it like quite often. They they drink other IPAs as well, but. They always come back to the the DFP, the double. Fruit. Interesting, and isn't it like eight percent? Yeah, so it's yeah. a big yeah. deal too. Yeah, that's, I'm always surprised. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, in festivals we have like I don't know older people and old women who, who orders it like two three times and then she she's off there. The, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's that's great. That's really cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, particularly for such. I mean, I guess maybe there's some nostalgia being it was the first beer you did, and it was really it's an interesting beer because it's. Is it just hopped? Is that why it's fruity, or it's, is it the hops? Or yeah, is it it's the hops. Added? Yeah, there's no adjuncts, yeah. just the hops. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. There's no adjuncts. There's no juice in it. Uh, you know, we get we get that question many times because it's it's, it's really show a, yeah. yeah pineapple on the yeah. label. So so yeah, it's it's just the hops that uh, they know, give it that. that give the the, the, the fruity profile. You know? Okay, that's amazing. Um, this bad boy. Yeah. So this um, this is a Belgium IPA. Okay. So is this um, new? No, 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 it was uh, no. We have, no, we've done that beer. Um, I don't really remember, you know, exactly uh, when we did it, but it was, uh, you know, first months of uh, um, our, uh, you know, when we started. So, uh, okay. So this is um, before we add the Laura, we add Anna, which is, you know, kind of the same product. No, well, these are the barrel aged ones. Oh, the special. Okay. But the cans we don't the have original one today. One from yeah. These, yeah. Okay. So we have the Anna, which is. Um, which is uh, well the big sister of Laura, mm -hmm. so it's a ten percent Belgium uh, triple, okay, with a lot of ops, so it's like kind of a new world triple. Okay, uh, so it's almost the same recipe but scaled down. Okay, um, and actually Anna and Laura are my daughters. That's why you know we have that in those, those names and right. it's almost the same beer, but you know, like I said, uh, Anna is more, uh, um, you know, there's more alcohol, so it's right. it's just. It's just a scale down of Anna, which is Laura. So it's is the, Anna your older daughter? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. it kind of fit. This is the, yeah, I was gonna say. the beer is yeah. the, the, the they, they match the, uh, yeah. the humans. Yeah. Um, then we have the barrel aged Anna. So yeah. there's two different labels here. Are these both different? Yeah, they're um, they're different because um, uh, this one is uh, blended with um, our Vox Pop IPA. Oh, nice. So that's the difference mainly because uh, this is uh, we use oak barrels. Um, these were American oak barrels, and for this one was French uh, oak barrels. Right. So, uh, so there's uh, you know a slight difference between the two. And they're both blended with the IPA. Or no, just only this just one. This so one. this is you know pure barrel. Okay. So uh, that's why it's a bit stronger in alcohol. Okay. Uh, and the other one is blended. So um, 
So yeah, it's uh, it's a bit different. So you know, with uh, usually people, uh, it's it's pretty 50-50. Uh, people enjoy more the the red label or the yellow one. Mm -hmm. So it's you know it's uh, uh, some people prefer the yellow one. Some people prefer the yellow. One. So it's you, it's you about 50-50. You prefer the red one, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I have a hard time choosing between the two because it depends on the moment. Oh, so sometimes wow. I enjoy more this one oh, okay. and <laughs> other the yellow one. Your yellow yeah. one, yeah, But they're both very good. But... Okay, I see. I've seen. I don't know why. For some reason, I haven't tried even the original one. But I've seen. I feel like I see them damn near every day. Someone's always posting it, so it seems to be like really like heavy. I know it's like a. I've seen the cans around a lot. Like it's, it's quite available for like yeah. like a, a, a high ABV triple, yeah. yeah, which is pretty. I think not so common these days. Yeah, well, it, it you know when you taste it, you you wouldn't guess that it's ten percent. So, oh, well, so it's, nice. it's easy drinking, yeah, even yeah. though it's um, a big yeah. guy. Yeah, um, and then we have more of the kettle sours. This is, this is are these all the margarita, or are there a couple of oh, different stuff. Yeah, yeah, so um, a couple margarita versions. Yeah, this is the kettle sour margarita that we. Yep. Um, it came out only once up to date, so uh, basically it's always the same base recipe, the kettle sour original, and we added the salt and also uh, lime juice. Oh yeah, so it, you know, so it tastes a bit like a margarita. Oh yeah, I had that one recently. Three percent, yeah. I was excited for that. Um, this bad boy, I've seen this yeah. around too. That's our brown ale, so brown it's a nut nice. brown ale, so. Um, you really get like a roasty character in it, like a burnt uh, um, nuts. Okay. So, um, so yeah, it's pretty tasty. Uh, uh, so we have we've had that beer since uh, about uh, March. So okay. it's it's fairly new. new. Yeah. And there's no nut in it. Right? Yeah, there's Actually, no nuts. We, we get yeah. that question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there a nut? I guess for nut yeah. brown ale. Yeah. So. I don't think do they people ever put nuts in the nut brown ale. Or is it just kind of like a rule that from the most malt? of the time, I guess I, they would. There's no nuts. There's no nuts, right? It's but from the malt I, and stuff. I guess. Well, yeah, you you, you can more. get that taste from the malts. From the malts, but right, yeah. I, I I've seen many. Uh, well, not that many, but some nut brown ale that they had they had peanuts or uh, or uh, nuts or even uh, like a, a syrup, like a kind oh, of a yeah. syrup. So so you get okay. like a taste. Uh, I've had one like that. I can think of. I think hazelnut taste. Is that? Yeah, yeah, the hazelnut. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Um, now this bad boy, this is brand spanking new. Yeah, so this came out this week. So uh, great timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the, it's always great timing. It's been hot for the right? whole summer, so it's been really good. So yeah, so that's um, that's a session IPA, so pretty low in alcohol, and we added like a um, coconut in it, so it's it's really subtle. Ooh, nice. So um, and it's you know it's an IPA first, okay. and then you get like a a subtleness from the the coconut. So it's pretty good. Uh, it's a light beer, you know. It's it's made to. Uh, it's a quenched thirster, so it's um, yeah, it's pretty good. I love it, and this bad boy, I assume, is yeah. It's, oh, the chocolate version of the stout. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, which one would you like to start with? I assume um, the. Yeah. Well, we can try with the yeah. Let's sure. So while we're uh, damn it. Uh, while we're doing that, um, do you guys want to talk about your beer story? It's like, how did you guys get into beer? How did it all start? Um, I guess it's like most um, most people that uh, you know have a microbrewery. So uh, I started to brew um, at home, um, and uh, you know basically. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, I started to brew. So it, of course it's it was. Um, it was a hobby, of course, and um, and, a, and a passion, you know. So just brewing a beer was uh, something I enjoyed uh, doing. Mm -hmm. So um, 
but I, I um, instead of you know working in um, not in a microbrewery or something like that, so I, I, um, you know, sure, I, sorry, that, that's all right. So, um, you know, when I started to work after school, um, I realized that uh, you know I enjoyed what I was doing, but not as much as brewing. So, um, so that's when I decided to, uh, you know, that this hobby becomes a, you know a job basically. Right. So. Um, so so well that's how I started you know and it's it's, it's I started by homebrewing and enjoyed a lot and you know and you know my goal was to work and that it wouldn't feel like working so that was my main goal so that's nice. that's why I decided to uh, to keep moving into yeah it. exactly nice how did so how did the um, you know what? I'll stop that there let's just get into this beer yeah, cheers sure. guys cheers cheers hell yeah so Aloha session New England IPA Coconut. yeah Hell yeah. It smells like a new England. Hell yeah. Yeah, the coconut's nice and subtle in there. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So another stupid thing, when I'm, uh, I do like the beer review things, I guess you might see it on Facebook or whatever, so I gotta be taking the photos as we go. Okay, yeah, that's sure. okay with y'all. <laughs> yeah, of course. No problem. <laughs> there we go. Bam, all right. Um, so how did uh, how did you take the home brewing to the next level and, and yeah like how did that progress? Did you work at a brewery? Or um, like that? With small steps, you know. Um, this is um, uh, you know at first when I started home brewing, I, I didn't want to start it. I didn't want to start a brewery because um, I wanted to enjoy and the way it was, you know, just right, home just brewing and uh, no pressure, no pressure, no stress. Um, uh, but you know. As time progressed, I realized that it was it would, it would be um, the contrary. You know, not not doing this as a job would be more difficult uh, because I know that I, I would had that idea idea in my mind always. You know, mm -hmm. so um, so that's why I decided. You know, even though I know it's going to be stressful, and because uh, any businesses, whether it's beer or anything else, it's always stressful. So yeah. that so no how drunk you are. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, um, uh, so like I said, small steps because um, I didn't work in a brewery. So uh, we started by uh, you know we wanted to open a brewery, but when the opportunity came, when Schlag, you know, uh, uh, before it opened, uh, we we knew that there was a project coming up, coming up like that. So, uh, so. Um, but, so it was an opportunity to have you know our beers out there before we have our brewery. Mm -hmm. So uh, so we of course we uh, we wanted to have that op opportunity, but we uh, we didn't know it was going to be you know like that. And you know we we had a lot of success with our beers. So um, but I think the the, the the starting point was really the uh, the home brewers contest because this is where you get where you get your beers out. Where you, you go into a small contest and you you try different beers and when you start to to see that your beers are are are, are good, good yeah. are, are appreciated from people and and you get nice uh, nice reviews and nice yeah. people coming in yeah because otherwise you never know you know if it's your friends or family of course yeah, they they're all, they're they, they good. always say so you never really good. know it's yeah. like your mom thinks you're you're cute <laughs> it's, it's the same thing so. right now of course this is like encouragement to pursue you know to grow right. to make sure that uh, you know, you're in the right path, and you know, the beers are appreciated by people that you, that don't know you. So right. you'll you'll have honest uh, response and reviews. So and and this is where we we started 
working together mostly because we, we were friends before and and he he brought me in, into these uh these contests but because because they're contests but there's it's fun it's it's not just like hey rate my beer and that's it it's you you, you get uh there, there's a barbecue it's kind of a party it's yeah. an event yeah it's a party so so right he, he he brought me to that party just just to have fun the first time you want to brew up no I, I i was i, just I am still not i, oh, I right. yeah yeah no i i don't brew i uh actually this is where like i said this is where we we started because the first time we had fun and then the next year i said you know what we should have labels we should have a, a visual and have that 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 thing and i i was and that, I, I that was, was all for fun, you know. Yeah. At first. Okay. But it was for fun, and and I, so I started doing labels for 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 our beers, and we had T-shirts, and we you know all all the things uh, so around the, the beer. Yeah, that's sick. So you were just a, a already a beer drinker prior to that, like you were into beer and stuff. A bit, yeah, yeah but not that but not much. Crazy. Actually, it was at, at at the beginning mostly. So then when it, when when you brought in to the homebrew like hey just come check it out yeah drink some stuff you're like oh my god like with these different styles and like probably like a lot of us has begun to be like what the fuck like yeah where did all this stuff come from yeah, yeah. it's and a whole you, world to be discovered right. so yeah. you're a designer then would you say i i, I not by profession actually no? I, I just make i started making it because i love it and i i i do like photoshops and illustrators and so I started making right. for at first labels where we I, I printed them and I uh, oh, cut them out, cut them out. Them everything was homemade. <laughs> and the more it, it progresses, the, the more we we had like you know more commercial things. Right. And you still design everything today. Yeah. Damn, bro. Like you can't not call yourself a designer doing stuff like that. Like, <laughs> like I use Photoshop. Yeah, it's not it, that simple. It like, came it came out great. I, this is really really nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very flashy and very uh, perfect. Like nice way to wrap up summer as yeah. well. I'm sure you'd be happy drinking this in December. We'll I need to taste the summer. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. it. So the, which which was the homebrew club? Because I know there's a bunch. The Montrealers. I think that's like the Anglo one though. And then um, there's another one. Or they just sort of more left the well, less organized. Uh, at the beginning, there was a website called Yarufoli, which is, uh, you know, um, uh, there were beers labeled to that name. But that was Sounds a website familiar. where, you know, there was um, uh, people exchanging about beer subject, you know, whatever it was for brewing or uh, anything related to beers. Right. So that was uh, before, um, before everything. Like they long, like, yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Ten years ago, maybe. Yeah, more when than that. Forums were more. Right. Popular, yeah. yeah. I remember early two yeah. thousands probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, but I wouldn't call it like, um, like you said, the uh, um, like a club. A club. Yeah. Informal gatherings where. Yeah. yeah. More. Okay. Like, more like, like that. Yeah. But they had contests. No. No. That. Nope. Well, well, that was like the early early days. Uh, the contest was like unofficial, uh, unofficially a contest. Uh, yeah. So it's just a big party. Yeah. And um, right. and it was more just like people. It was the feedback of the people, not like no, the, best IPA the, or whatever. No, there was um, you know people took notes and give, gave points. You know with their let's say there were uh, three three best beers of the night. Uh, yeah. You know, by by um, which one was the first, second, and you know they had points, and at the end you had a winner. Uh, so. But it wasn't like um, it wasn't taking that seriously. I mean, and that's good. I mean, it, it's different. It's it's not like a, uh, people were taking notes with every sip. You know, it's a bit different. So right, more um, like casual. Yeah, more casual. Yeah. Right. Um, this is like before Untapped and like yeah uh, yeah all yeah this type of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So at it, that time there was only like Red Beer and Beer Advocate. 
basically doing two things. Yeah. Okay. People always used to say, like, do you do beer advocate or whatever? So I guess, like, it's the people going on there and writing those full serious reviews and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's okay, but, too. I mean, yeah, they're good on you. It's just like, Jesus, like, I do it. It's annoying enough to do this. Imagine yeah. I do that. And I'd still do on tap. Like, yeah, I think people in, that does that enjoys it. Yeah, yeah, probably. I guess they would, that would be the only place they would probably do it. So yeah. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, sick. So you're doing well. You're brewing. You're making the, the designs. Um, so I just think I always forget it's not only a video or on podcast I, I always like people always remind me like Etienne is the brewer and Yen is the uh, designer I keep like gesturing like they can see um, <laughs> the uh, so you've started to like hand cut out labels everything's going good at what point does it I guess you met that you met the guys from Australia you met David and um, sorry I didn't meet his partner the... uh, Julien Julien yeah. thank you um, yeah we we've met them a couple months before um uh, because uh, well, a couple months before they opened the brewery, um, so um, you know we had a conversation with them and um, and they just accepted uh, to brew our beers at their facility. Right, basically like straightforward. Yeah, kind of because uh, uh, you know I, I I had done a lot of uh, you know um, um, beer contests, so you know there was kind of. Um, a credibility there but right, um, so people knew you and you already had uh, yeah a bit of a following from the yeah from and the also and, stuff. and also I had a couple of beers that 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 was was on the market or were on the market before we uh, we brewed at Ashlag we had um, um, a couple of beers with Dunham made with Dunham like collabs yeah nice yeah and one was uh, just just uh, under the name Vox Populi so that was um, the name of the beer no, no. I mean, that, that, that was the name, you know, of uh, um, of the future brewery. So, uh, oh yeah, because of uh, of Labak. The first one was it? No? Yeah, but Did, Labak that, was, was one it, of them. Uh, was there, there was one Anna Frost, with, Anna Frost, which was, was the Anna. Yeah, okay. that was the, this one was after, uh, because it's uh, so this was a uh, you know this was the Anna, but made with Simcoe. Anna is made with Citra. Okay. So basically, it was uh, that, that like was, a slight variant. Yeah. So uh, and we had. You know, it came out in big bottles like that. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So we had a couple of beers on the market. So yeah, this, the first one of being the, uh, Tasmanian uh, berry pepper. I don't yeah. know what they call it. Because of uh, the first berry? first yeah, contest, well, it's uh, a peppery berry, fruity peppery uh, yeah. berry. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of they, they dry it out kind of like peppers, but it's a berry technically. So. Is it from Australia? Is it? It is. I think it, it is from Tasmania. Okay. Sick. Um, where did the name come from, by the way? Just to quickly Vox Populi? Yeah. Um, the popular uh, voice is that the translation? Yeah, Voice yeah. of the People. Voice of the People. Um, a couple of years back, I made um, uh, a beer called Vox Populi. Okay. Uh, because I, uh, on my fa Facebook page, because uh, before Vox Populi was another name, and I made, uh, I had made, a, you know, kind of a, a survey to see, you know, what kind of beer should I brew? So I was asking with, you know, I had maybe at that time 200 people on that page, so that's not much. But, um, and one style came out, so I brewed that style. And um, uh, so, so the, the reason I chose that name, well, basically because I, you know, I, I'd used that name for a beer. And I think it, re it represented something for me, uh, Vox Populi. So, uh, um, as a brewer, I always enjoy when I brew a beer that people enjoy. So more than I just enjoy myself, you know. So I don't brew just for me, you know. Just I like it, so I brew that this beer. Right. So um, so for me that was like um, 
it just made sense to brew beers that people enjoy. That's, I think that's the whole purpose yeah. of brewing beer. For me, that's, that's the whole purpose. Definitely. So, um, so that's where the name came out. You know, so, uh, so that ties into the fact that you have so many, like, the people choose which hops exactly. and stuff like that. Exactly. So it's, like a, it's a real strong theme yeah. in, the, in the company. So customers so, can take part in what we do. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, 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 it makes sense. I love it. That's really smart. Um, so then you worked with Dunham, you met the guys, and they were, you were like, you know what, let's take this further. Let's contract out yeah. of... Uh, and in the meantime, we were working on uh, opening our own brewery. Okay. And it's not always easy because we, we uh, were looking for the right space, for the right uh, um, place to brew. And sometimes, well, we, we, we looked for that for, uh, for almost three yeah, years. That was the initial oh, wow. plan, actually. Yeah, that was so, actually so, so straight. So while yeah. looking for, for places to brew and, and a nice uh, uh, like a space for Yeah, a nice space there. to brew, we, we you stumbled upon a, a schlag and, and the, the deal got made like during we were looking for a, yeah. so it wasn't in the initial plan right but when you get a, a cool a chance like i said it's it. an opportunity yeah. that we had so of course and it made sense it made sense time. Yeah. yeah of course because i guess no one goes into brewing beer wanting to be a contract brewer like it's you know you always kind of want your own space i guess for the most i don't know but, um, i guess um maybe some people that's what that's Maybe that's the only thing they want to do, but I don't know. Yeah, but that was not the, the uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we were looking for a place to, to, to start a brewery before uh, the contract. Right. So, um, okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess clearly it worked out extra well. Yeah. It probably took a bit of a turn you didn't expect. Yeah. Um, we, we spoke with, I think it was episode 98. This is 103, it's about five episodes ago. We hung out with um, David and Gabriel. Yeah. And um, they spoke about it as well, and it was like, so you now are a part of the Gutenberg yep. group, which is pretty sick. That means you yep. like, how do you feel about that? How did that come about? Um, again, I think it's, um, you know, it makes a lot of sense because um, since we started brewing at Ashlang, um, we we never kept with demand. So, um, and by becoming part of the group, well, of course, we have now more. Uh, capacity. Growing capacity. Yeah. So, um, and I don't think, but I'm sure we wouldn't have that same capacity if we weren't with the group now. <laughs> right. So, um, and, and and also, you know, we we kind of don't have to look for a brewery anymore, a place to start a brewery because it's, it's part of it. Of, so, um, yeah. does that mean you get like you actually gonna have specific sort of space that's yours, maybe a little larger within um, Oshlag, or how is it gonna work? No, it's it's, it's just so about brewing capacity. You know, wow. um, how many brews or in terms of. Uh, you know, uh, quantity can we have each month or, or each year? So, yeah. um, so basically, it, it's pretty much like that. It works. That's sick. How yeah. how was the response to that? Because I know that any brewery buyout or whatever or merge or whatever you want to yeah. call it, this is different because it's all completely independent, and it's just some independents teaming up with other independents to make it bigger. Yeah, it's just smart business. Well, the, the response was good. I, yeah. I get. I I, yeah. I didn't see a lot of, of like negative comments no, and no, a, a little, maybe a little bit of confusion. Like people weren't weren't too sure. Well, they were asking more if it was yeah. was it a sale or if, yeah, you know, like a, a merge. What's what would you call? Well, it? it's it's completely a merge because um, you know we're the co-founders and we just merged to the group. So you know 
we haven't sell anything right you know so um you still own the company and well no we now we're we you know we uh oh you probably share we're, we're part of the that. yeah that's we're it. part of the group now so now you actually have probably a share in the other three businesses yeah that's which it is, yeah uh, gluten the trans brew and offline itself this is why yeah. it's it's yeah more of a merge than it's a cool than yeah a so now you have like a, a, a like a stake in like probably the arguably the best gluten-free brewery on the planet yeah, you could see that. Well as, no, they're good. amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. They are, like, honestly, like, objectively fantastic beers. Like, mm-hmm. I really like them. And I'm not gluten free at all, clearly. And of course, like, the Oshlag, what they're doing there is a genius business model plus the distillery yep. side of things. And then Transbrew is such a great company that built that up and now they're distributing for so many different breweries and stuff. Yep. It's, um, and also the, the, the group, you know, uh, I think we had the same mindset. So it's really a good merge. Cool. Man. So, uh, yeah. It's really good. Um, I noticed that glass is empty. Sorry to, to change that. What would you like to do next? Uh, let's let's go with the kettle sour. Yeah. yeah. Pop that over there. Um, okay, cool. So that's uh, that's been probably the most recent development. Yeah. Um, in everything. Um, so I guess between I kind of skipped ahead to the Bloomberg part, but from when you started uh, with Oshlag to you know with like uh, one beer. With the, the double fruit punch, and then to get to the point, what two years later was it? Yeah. Um, oh no, that's yeah. all right. No. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. I need the whole thing. <laughs> I need to get greedy here. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. anymore. Yeah, I think so. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's, it's what day is it? Thursday. It's lunch. Thursday fun day. Yeah. Thursday fun day. There you go. Yeah. It rhymes. <laughs> yeah. This is this is fantastic. This is the uh, three point no three percent kettle 3%, sour yeah. margarita with lime and uh, salt. Salt. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, fellas. Oh, so good. I don't need to take a photo of this one. I've already done this one. Damn, I should have saved it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that gap, what did that look like? So from going from, you know, from say like, you know, maybe your first Mondial and you're pouring that first beer. Cause I remember Pierre, who's yep. the brewer now at Harakana, he was working there. So he was telling me about you guys when I first met him. He was like, oh, you need to try this stuff. He took me over. I don't know if I met you guys that day. I remember he took me over to the booth specifically okay. to make sure I tried it. Um, and then now. At the what, Mondial, right? At Mondial. I think it was 2016. 2016, that yeah. That sounds right? Yeah, first yeah. one, yeah. And they had the, there was like a, it, a maybe an Oshlag stand. Yeah, that's it. We were in the Oshlag stand yeah. and we only had this one. Yeah, this that was the only one. But he was like, I remember like multiple people specifically told me about it. Maybe it was Judith when she was there as well at Glutenberg. Yeah. But Pierre was filming. So I remember this, like, and I, I swear I heard about it from other people. So. There seemed to be some hype, and clearly you generated some pretty good hype yeah. leading up to it with the small elements. I don't know how many homebrewers do it, but with the t-shirts and the the, the, the labels and all that yeah, type because of stuff. It, it, it existed before the the double fruit punch in 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 the homebrewing home version. Yeah, and and people knew about it. Not a lot of people, but uh, a small fan base of people knew about it that followed us on the page, and yeah. and I, I think it kind of helped the. Uh, recognition also at 100%. the beginning you know people um, before we started brewing uh, at Oshlag um, we had uh, our th- uh, uh, first three cans okay. uh, people vo- voted for the brand so we presented like three different branding oh wow. and people yeah, uh, yeah so uh, so Sick. I think that that uh, helped uh, you know uh, um, get people get to know us by that you know so because they were involved in the process of uh, our first cans you know the, the branding so I think that helped, uh, you know, when we started, we, you know, people were waiting for that, so. Right, so you had like a jump start, yeah. essentially. Yeah. But your own, like, you didn't, you didn't you put yourself there. 
Yeah. Um, so then you already had this bit of a demand, and I guess yeah. like from the from 2016 until now, when was the merge? It was earlier this year, right? A few months ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. June. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a couple months ago. So. Yeah. Um, what did that? What changed quickly in those in those last uh, those couple of years? Like, how did that go for you guys? Like, what did that look like? How did that demand change? Did you see? Like, I guess the growth was quite fast for yeah. them to want to be to merge with you guys because they could have chosen any of the breweries under there. And, like, gosh, like yeah. we were brought out of there. Like, you know, it was you guys. Yeah. So that speaks volumes about your brand. Yeah. And the value that it has in the marketplace. Yeah. Like, how did you, know, you said you haven't been able to keep up? With, with demand, demand yeah. for the most part yeah we were always you know we um, of course we couldn't brew everything that we wanted to because they you know they were they were at full capacity at the flag so um, so um, so whenever there was you know a space available to brew we took it but okay. uh, of course it wasn't enough right so um, so it's hard to say because at first we were always you know uh, um, you know stopped by by that you know that because we uh, we had a limited uh, uh, quantity of beer that we could could brew okay so um uh, but you know the, the demand was uh was there so um so well what changed in two years uh, it's hard to say always more work <laughs> yeah um like a consistent growth yeah like yeah seeing the, the yeah. accounts asking for more yeah yeah and ashlag are growing too as well yeah so right they, they, to accommodate everybody that brews there it, it, it's it's going on like uh, again in, in the next few years it's going to be bigger and bigger and bigger yeah when we did the Glutenberg one we did it in that hallway between the two breweries now like um, I'm sure probably end of this year next year there'll be fermenters all up in here yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah every, every space. In, in that in that space every time someone goes out they take the uh, the space like that bam next one yeah he said there was like a there's another couple of businesses in there and the, hopefully they can Convinced to move out, so they yeah. can just take that whole area. Yeah, I mean that's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean that well, must, it means it, it goes well. It's going yeah. well, yeah, right? <laughs> it's um, expanding. Yeah, and so so now that like you've grown by yourselves essentially, did you use Transbrew and stuff? I assume. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah, were sort of helping you. You were working with them from the start. To yeah. Distribution since they already had it there. Well, yeah. It's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, right exactly. There. Um, and now you're at this point. Like, where do you see it going? Like, do you have goals, or is it kind of just? see what happens like what does that look like well yeah new new, new products and uh, different products and going bigger and going uh, further maybe like because we are we are a lot in the in the uh, Montreal region but we we have to get further and, and uh, more uh, point of sales more bars yeah so always yeah so expand you know in the province of Quebec first okay we already have uh, you know beers uh, uh, couple of places that well we have about uh, at least 300 sales point nice so uh, but of course we can have more in Quebec and after that we we want to um, uh, you know to uh, bring our beers yeah to the rest of Canada nice so that would be I think next step okay and after that yeah. maybe the world then the world why not <laughs> <laughs> do you have a plan because the way that the Canadian system set up is ridiculous for the most part do yeah. you know like I guess you could probably follow the Gutenberg blueprint to move in like even you know Ontario Auto Quebec is like one of the hardest to get into but so you're good like do you know what that looks like like how do you get into BC or is it more like one step at a time you'll figure that out yeah, yeah I think uh, the logical next step would be BC 
after that maybe Ontario because it's not really simple to get your beers to the LCBO. Yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. So, yeah. um, uh, but Schlag has done it. We, uh, I mean, uh, Gutenberg has done it. So I think they got uh, just the one. At the yeah. Plug, right? Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that would be maybe not this year because before we want to uh, make sure that um, you know um, we 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 serve the the, the Quebec market first, yeah. uh, because you know that's our first uh, market <coughs> and it's just not logical to uh, you know send our beers elsewhere when the demand is here uh, in Quebec. So yeah. uh, when when we have enough capacity, that's what we'll do. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess you'd have to then be essentially if you're going to be uh, distributing elsewhere need to opt that again so yeah. probably need to be another capacity solution before uh, shipping yeah. stuff across and across. translate our cans mm. it's only in French yeah our cans oh so, it's only yeah. in yeah, French yeah that's one other thing oh yeah forget yeah. the people that happens here yes. a few things are, are are written in both language but, uh, but like mostly mostly yeah. it's yeah. a description and uh, yeah that's all in French and it has to be in both yeah for the rest of Canada yeah yeah that would make sense you always forget. I always forget that that's a that's a whole thing. It's, I've heard U.S. breweries say that like when they wanted to come to Canada, and then they like they have to do all of this stuff. Like, yeah, I'm good. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I guess this, this is the, literally probably the equivalent though. It's another language, and you've got to have the whole like fix it so there's enough room. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's really cool. That's pretty exciting. And then uh, I guess you could probably do the states too as, as, a, as some sort of an option. Who knows? Maybe. I know like Farnham did it but they opened a brewery there because I think that's the other yeah. uh, I think way that, to do it to open something yeah it must be, it, it, it must be much easier to uh, you know to uh, sell know, uh, to the US market when you have a brewery there but uh, it's, 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 it's pretty common in yeah, the they US do it too. And, yeah, right. they, they, I think they have a distributor too, yeah that's it yeah maybe now or no yeah, before, or, before before now, yeah. yeah I'm trying to think what I see down there like in Vermont we go there regularly like, do you guys go to Vermont? Yeah. yeah, you know Beverage Warehouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I know Jason, the manager, loves Quebec beer. Like, he fucking loves it. <laughs> so he has, like, this whole Quebec section. Mm-hmm. And he's got a real solid amount, but I don't know how he gets it, whether, like, he has to do this, like, a middleman, or whether it's, like, well, he just knows the people or something. Well, probably, because uh, you can't just sell it to... Uh U.S. market, you know, right? It's got to go through. Uh, I think so, but I think it's easier to yeah, it's get easier in yeah. the U.S. than in Canada. In like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's less, right? less regulation over there. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, like even the only, I guess, like the only Ontario breweries here, aside from the ones that are owned by Molson or whatever, mm-hmm. and Bose, really, that's yeah. it. And they came in through transport. Yeah, yeah. And that was the only way to get in. And the only other people who I thought did a really smarter. Paddy and uh, Tatiana and them from uh, Overhub yeah. because yeah. they're brewing out of Common Good and they're brewing out of Ashland. Yeah. Just genius. Yeah. I never thought like it's so <laughs> smart because they don't own a spot, but they can like like they're one of the only ones that are just like bam and they've like got products all over both yeah. uh, both provinces. But it's not that's not practical for everybody. Like not you know if you guys are doing volume out there, like yeah. difficult to have. There's only I mean there's Brunswick and Toronto as well. There's a few other ones that you can yeah. brew out of. Do you want to do that? Like, because then you have to figure out those systems, make sure that the beers are like that. Seems like so we a, have to be there, you know. Yeah, uh, like a lot, a lot. Then, so that would be difficult. What would happen in BC? You can't be going to Vancouver every week. Yeah, exactly. Like thousand dollars a week flying yeah. like flights and shit. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So there has to be a way to do it. I think Bose do um, distro across the country, so there'd have to be a way. Well, the yeah. Glutenberg has done it with they the blunt. Well. So I guess it's it's uh, once you have one step in the door, it's just, it's it takes easier. time and paperwork. So yeah, a lot of paperwork. Yeah. 
definitely Canada like relaxes on that. It just seems so uh, redundant, and old. Like there's no need to have it like that. It's just restricting. Business. I think it, it, it will get smoother. Uh, the, the, yeah. the regulations over the time. They uh, already the uh, the bars weren't able to pour into growlers or something like. Yeah. Uh, up until last year. Yeah. And, and, and now or, cool so, I'm not too. sure, but so so uh, you see that regulations are, are getting slowly better. changing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I guess every province has their little quirks. Like you know, you can. I like in uh, Ontario, I can go to a group pub, you know, have a fridge there, and I can be like sick, have a drink, grab four pack to go, or whatever. Yeah. You can't do that here. Yeah. I have to go to a place and like, all right, well, where's the nearest death where I can buy what I just drank type yeah. of thing, which I always find frustrating. I was kind of like, I like the um, the the where I'm like, well, if you guys are owning a pub and I come to a Vox Populi mm -hmm. pub, I'm like, I want to like, I know if I go to a death. There's someone else is getting money from that. If I'm like want to drop my money on beer, I'm like cool, it's going straight to the people who, blood, you know, blood, sweat, and tears to build yeah. the thing. But I, I think you need two addresses here. You can. Yes, do you it. do. Yeah, uh, Mabrowski does it. Yes. Actually, they have their they have room a, and they have is a, it a separate address. It's a, I think it's a separate. Do you know address. what? I heard about them though. They because they have a production license. The brewery's different license. Oh, okay. So like, and then the only reason I know that is, um, you know, Le Dispensaire, the new one on Prince Arthur. Uh, I know the name, but yeah. So basically, they have it's small, like like six fermenters. They had um, a production brewery license in the back, meaning that they did the other Spas Public collab, and they can just sell that keg. Yeah. Oh, straight okay. to the Spas Public. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't be able to do that. It would have, if it was a brew pub license, it means you have to serve what you brew. And then in the front, they, it's not a tasting room or a tap room. It's a depreneur. Yeah. But they can sell the beers they brew in the back yeah. in growlers. Yeah. In That's the cool. fridge, so they've got one liter, two liter. I think there's another size growlers, and you can they can do like these real mini little tasting, like half a tasting glasses yeah. to be like, which one do you want to buy? Type of yeah. thing, and that's it. So that's the depreneur license in the front, yeah. but because that's how they've got it. So I think that they get away with it like that, and it's to, something to do with the production brew, which is what Mabasari um, has as well. And then like yeah, I was talking to like the guys at Helm. Why can't they do it? They would have to get the next door thing yeah. and then have a separate entrance and a separate door, street yeah. number which is like not practical no i know i don't it's it's, it's weird they, they do it this way and people can get around it and and do things like that but just get over with them oh that's who does it for origins they have it oh yeah how do they do it they must have the production brewery thing because they know do you know what they have a, a there's a brew pub license and then a, like a tap room license So I think when you're a brew pub and there's a kitchen, that stops you having the takeaway. Whereas they just have like, they got like take like pizza on the wall and you can call them and get another oh, company yeah, to okay, deliver okay. it, like the yeah, local yeah, pizza yeah. joint. Yeah. But they have fridges with their stuff in either growlers, cans of bottles or whatever. I forgot about that. So I think that's how you get around it. Is that there's the specific license. It can't be a brew pub. And the vast majority of places, Judy Sale is a brew pub, Buzzwell is a brew pub. Um, Helm is a brew pub. Yeah. Like anywhere else you can think of, it's like a cell. Like all of them are all brew pubs. Yeah. So that's why none of them can do it. It's just yeah. so redundant. It's like yeah. annoying. As a consumer, I don't know if it pisses you off. It's just because I elsewhere I can do it in the States. I can do it in Toronto, but I can't here. Yeah. And I guess people don't understand because they're if you're not in the business and you don't don't know these these things with the addresses and you're 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 just a customer and you're like, why aren't aren't they doing this? Particularly if you're not from here. All the guys from here, everyone I know are just used to it. 
I would go somewhere else, like, what do you mean I can buy a ride? They're like, it's like, <laughs> wow, it's like yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're coming from Toronto to visit here, you're like, what do you mean I can't? Like, it's it's like the first time you go into the into the U.S. and and you are able to buy beers after 11, and you're like, like what? what? I, I can do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're right. It's also, it's, I don't know, it's so ridiculous when you really, because we get to talk to guys like yourselves who are in there, and when you really think about, like, what are the laws protecting us from? Like, they're, they just seem so archaic from, like, the 20s yeah, or something, and yeah. they just never changed it. Yeah. Same as that cool ship law. No. Someone told me the other day, I don't know if it's from the cool ship, maybe, no, it was the cool ship, because the yeast has to be poured into a fermenter by a human hand, yeah, which yeah. is why you couldn't have a cool ship. Yeah. Because the yeast is blown in from yeah, the nature. Yeah. So now that's what they changed. Yeah. You, know, you can have a bloody cool ship. The only person who has one is Francis and yeah. uh, Caribou. Yeah. But that was the difference. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Like, what? Why? Because of I know. Like, it's, it the, just takes like a motivation from, you know, people that can take those decisions. Yeah. They, they're probably not aware, and sometimes they are. But uh, you know, it's not their first priority, yeah. I guess. And if they're not interested in it, so it's it's tougher to get them to do something. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess it's just like if you think about it from a practical perspective that the craft beer scene in the world is like genuinely growing. Like yeah. it kind of slowed down a little bit, but it's an upward trend. Yeah. And that means there's, there's beer tourism is a real thing. Yeah. Like I'm sure you guys, we all of us will travel for beer regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're making it difficult for people who are coming to the city to spend their money, excuse me, at small businesses in the city, that to me is counterproductive if you just think of it from a strictly like investment uh, perspective. G'day mate, Don's in the building. How you doing brother? Um, mate? Yeah, we're filming, yeah. It's all right. Um, yeah, like that's the, like that's just crazy to me. I just don't really understand that. And I think yeah. like, a lot of people speak money, particularly government. Yeah. So like, you know, if, if people are buying the cans and bottles from a group of, well, the taxes, a lot of that, like it's money in your pocket. Like what's, what's the problem here? Yeah, yeah. As long as they get their money, I don't right. know what's the problem. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, all right, do we want to do something else? What do you want to do next? I think I would go for for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Big dog. Do we need a bottle opener? Yeah. Do you have I have that? one in my bag. Yeah. We got I have my sandals. I can't open it. <laughs> they have a thing at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. <laughs> what a glass, mate. Yeah. Now we got one. We popped them. Do you want some? Yeah, Is there a glass? Uh, yeah. You grab one of those, though. That works. You know these guys, right? Uh, no. I think you met Yan met. and Etienne. Yeah. Yeah, we met actually. Uh, yeah. We met two weeks ago. Yeah. Gave me some good timing. That uh, coffee stout. A porter? It was a porter stout. No, it's a, a coffee stout, yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah? You liked it? Uh, you have the phenomenal. coconut and the uh, chocolate. Chocolate here. Which is, this one is not out yet. Yeah, the coconut stout. Yeah. It's good. It's very good. Woof. Yeah, it's serious. Oh, Anna's a big girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not mess around. Let's get that photograph. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. All right, so tell us about, um, this is the uh, the yellow label assemblage uh, yeah. that was mixed with the IPA. Exactly, so basically it's, um, uh, you know, the Anna that we have in cans. Yeah. Um, 
So it was, uh, so it stayed in oak barrels, so French oak barrels for that okay. one, for 13 months. And we also added a farmhouse yeast to it. So, How many months, uh, sir? 13. 13, okay. Yeah. So these were um, uh, wine barrels, okay. Chardonnay barrels. So, um, so yeah, it's a completely different product than uh, the, the regular Anna. Right, nice and opaque. And it's mixed with the, um, the Vox IPA. Yeah, it's blended with the Vox IPA. So you kind of get um, you know, a bit, uh, a mix between um, the funkiness of the, the yeast mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and since the IPA, um, the, the, the IPA that we used was the Galaxy one. Okay. So it was very harsh, but blended with that, um, that beer, uh, you know, you, you kind of uh, get the, the, the ops at the end, but mm -hmm. it's really well balanced. Okay. Yeah, definitely getting that oaky uh, yeah. vibe on the nose there. Cheers, blokes. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, wow. It's 9.6%. That is dangerous. Yep. Jesus Christ. So it's still a triple, right? Yeah. So basically, mm. it's a triple farmhouse. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really good. I haven't really had a triple for quite some time. I don't really drink that stuff anymore. <laughs> I don't know why, I just don't. I did it first. I was into it heavy, but it's not around that much. Uh, usually, you no, know, Belgium beers are, you know, really yeah, not yeah. that heavy. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I really enjoy Belgian beers. Yeah. I will always have, so that's, that's why. Really uh, good. Oh man, that's fantastic. Um, okay, perfect. I'm trying to think what else I wanted to uh, go into. I did enjoy that uh, for anyone on the video, probably we've got the Hublot uh, Bastien t-shirt there. So uh, you didn't know Alex, but uh, Alex is providing hops for some of your stuff. Uh, some of this stuff? Yeah. Not right now. But yeah. Um, I, I tried. Um, I, I I tested a couple of his hops um, on a smaller scale, okay. and um, I, I I really enjoy uh, you know the, the quality of the hops. Okay. So this is something that uh, we may do you know in the future with uh, with the new products to because um, of course we uh, you know we want to try to uh, stay as local as possible with the ingredients. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be terrible. nice to have you know some of our beers with local hops. That's yeah. for sure. So yeah, that's of course that's something we want to do uh, in the near future. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. It's kind of hard, I guess, because uh, a lot of hop farms they usually like contracted out. Yeah. Even Alex is pretty. Yeah. Pretty full. But he's like he's hustling, trying to work with uh, the local guys, keeping it you know Vermont, Quebec, Ontario type of thing. Mm -hmm. it seems like a tough business. Yo, it really does. Yeah, yeah, it does. I think the first and second year you have next to nothing, and you get the plants needs to. I don't know. It takes years. It takes yeah, to get bigger. Up. It gets bigger, and yeah. Apparently, they take. We actually, funnily enough, the last podcast we did here was uh, with two hot farmers from the Yakima Valley in um, okay. in uh, Washington and like I think uh, Idaho, and even they were said they had they came from generational farms. Yeah. So they were like, there was a time when like in the 80s and 90s when there wasn't really craft beer so yeah. they, they just sold it to a middleman and probably just went to Budweiser and stuff yeah. and then it was just so like now they have the Yakima Chief company I believe that sort of takes care of everything and they create so they like sell their hops <clears throat> to this company who then create the pellets and the, the various hop products like the cryo and all that type of yeah. stuff um, 
it does seem pretty pretty like tough if you have a bad harvest like they, they said they just they came for food you need and they went they were back and they said basically from about now until october like 24 hours a day doesn't stop it's yeah. constantly producing this is like their entire livelihood depends yeah. on how well this harvest goes it seems yeah. like crazy stressful like if it messes yeah, it up like, to, yeah. yeah when you're when you're uh, like when nature decides if you get something good or not and it must be very stressful oh, I like couldn't every day you, you, you I guess you must check the weather and will I get some will, will I get a, a, a nice uh Say that like end. a cricket yield, like yeah, a crop. That's it. Are they going to be the right, the right amount of sun versus yeah. Uh, moist? Yeah, it's not uh, something you can, you can control. So yeah, that must be stressful. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. It doesn't and seem like, like uh, winemaking. It's kind of like exactly. that because you're you're prone to the nature and whatever. Yeah, some of the things I were describing with the way the weather affects the hops was the exact same way I've heard winemakers yeah. describe it on the grapes, like. Yeah, you know, if it's whatever one, if you go to like the wine regions, they're always like, oh, 2009 was a very dry season, and everyone remembers yeah. that, and they know what <laughs> a dry weather affected, like how dry weather affects the grapes, yeah. and therefore, maybe if it's dry, that means it's harder. If it's harder, that means, I don't know, there's not enough water for, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There's all these yeah. different things that, like, and then that, that it's wine a chain tastes reaction of, of things that yeah. Yeah. makes you don't and have And I guess, a, you know, when on the, on the other end, you know, uh, If if, um, if if everything goes well and the harvest is good, I think it's the easy part maybe is to sell it because, because there's a demand. So much demand. Yeah. yeah. So if the hops is it's good, yeah. Uh, I mean, so I think that's ago. the easy part. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now. But yeah. The hard part is is before that. Is getting a, getting that actual yeah. yield happening and uh, yeah, it's kind of just like makes me nervous just thinking about it. <laughs> Definitely uh, wouldn't be something I'd want to go into. Like these guys, like I said, were multi generational. So is Alex, his father, and their farm. Mm -hmm. he's still around and helps him and stuff so I don't think any new people are just like I'm gonna start a hub farm like, you gotta know your stuff of All course the... yeah must be hard if you don't know that if you don't know the, the your subject that must be hard to open a you know a whole new thing uh, yeah dealing with that anything. kind of project uh, nah do you think they could do it inside like is there like, like hydroponics yeah it's a great question I didn't even ask that I should have asked Because if they can, then maybe it's a way to get around the... Yeah, nature. like some of the weather stuff. Yeah, kind of like what they the, do uh, with, like, I guess the commercial marijuana stuff is about to like, you know, the underground lab has been doing that forever, but I'm sure that like, once it's legalized, they're going to keep doing that. Yeah. So why couldn't hops? They're scale. a cousin of it. Well, on a much bigger scale, yeah. yeah. Maybe because cost, hops are a cousin. You know, it would cost a lot just to have uh, the facility because it would be very tall and very large. That's a good point because yes. the weed stuff's way smaller. Yeah. Whereas like oh, yeah, hops yeah. are like, what are they, like 15 higher, feet yeah, or yeah. 20 feet sometimes. Yeah. There's like the vines and stuff and they have those huge ass things that like rip the yeah. the cones off. I mean, I'm sure there's a way, I mean, people are pretty smart. I'm sure there's a way <laughs> to do it. <laughs> and I guess it kind of like, why it's hard in Canada because the weather's so like hectic here. Yeah. And it's, it's so dependent. Whereas like, I guess that's why the, apparently the Pacific Northwest is so good mm -hmm. for growing hops is because yeah. it's like, the right amount of rainfall yeah. to dryness and stuff like that yeah. whereas like yeah we have, they don't get to freeze like we do I think that kind of like shortens the season yeah it, we couldn't have the same taste of hops uh, that they uh, have over there because of the weather way. yeah plus and then on top of that all the patents yeah like different ones are owning it which yeah. I always thought was strange they, they explained why and I guess from a business perspective it makes sense that yeah if you took 10 years to make this hybrid And now everyone now it's called Galaxy, and now everyone loves it. Uh, yeah, you should 
limit how that works. Oh, yeah. some, someday Quebec's going to have its own uh, ops, I guess. I would hope so. I, yeah, who knows? But I feel like if they've got the re- like whoever's, there's got to be like the right people doing it. But that would be cool. Like that was all like grown and like made a hybrid here. Like this truly. Yeah. I wouldn't even know about even if you're broader than Quebec. I don't even know if there's a Canadian hop. Is that from from your oh, perspective? Um, I don't I think don't so. Yeah, we'll I can't think of one either. No. I mean, like, there's uh, everyone knows Australian hops and New Zealand hops, yeah, and yeah. then the Pacific Northwest hops. I don't and think then so. British and then like German, yeah. Czech, or whatever. But like Canadian hops. Yeah, that's a question. If anyone's listening, I you know about so. Canadian hops, like hit up Box Populi and us, please. Because <laughs> I want to know. Someone should do that though. Hopefully they're working on it. Canada's always a little behind and stuff like that, but the, the beer scene's growing really nicely here. Yeah. So I'm hoping it'll, uh, that'd be fun. That's a good idea. Um, so have we covered everything you think as far as that before we go to the lightning round? To the what? You guys, we have a, oh, I didn't tell you, we have a lightning round. Okay. A lightning round? Yeah. It's not, no, it's not lightning. <laughs> we call it that. It's never been lightning ever. We joke called the molasses round. So basically, it's like a bunch of short questions. You can answer quickly or take your time on Mondays. Okay. Um, so the first question is, what is your guilty pleasure beer? A beer that uh, you wouldn't like to admit to fellow beer nerds that you enjoy. Oh, oh a guilty pleasure. Like, guilty oh, okay. Yeah. So one that I would be ashamed to drink, yes. kind of. Okay. Well, yeah, you do it at home by yourself, but you wouldn't like bust it out at a barbecue or something. By the way, the funniest thing ever was David from Bloomberg. I said that, and he was like, Celine Dion. And we were all like, what? what? She's like, oh, yeah. yeah. You know that? <laughs> it was so good. It was the, yeah. He played it off really well, really yeah. well, but it was so funny. I just, I love that. That was amazing. So, <laughs> so it's related to beer. Related to beer, not Celine Dion, yeah. but if, you, if she is your guilty pleasure, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely partial to Celine. Yeah. No, I would say... Um, it's tough to answer. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm never ashamed of drinking, so... Yeah. No, <laughs> but... You know, in terms of um, what people can judge when, <laughs> like, say, as a craft beer drinker. Yeah. Well, probably um, Heineken's. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I enjoy a, a really Heineken. cool Heineken because when it's, it's it gets um, warmer, it, it, it's, it, it, it really doesn't taste good no, for it me. No, it doesn't. So, um, That's so, facts. so sometimes, yeah, uh, you know. When I should drink water, I, sometimes I drink an Heineken. <laughs> it's very Same light, thing. and um, yeah, I think that would be uh, my answer. I like that. Perfect. Yeah, Javo? Uh, it's tough to say, seriously. Well, if it helps, I'm like mine would be like Corona. Okay, so you guys are more into commercial things. Well, that's kind of what it means. That's why it's guilty. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you're not guilty. I'm not embarrassed to drink anything else, but I'm going to come out and be like, oh, I really like Bud, bro. Like, yeah, because... Being in the industry, I cannot say any any craft beer because it's gonna sound like I'm saying I should not drink this beer. Exactly. So it's a trick so that's question. Why it's, it's a trick question. Uh, I mean, <laughs> sort of. It's generally re- referring to macros. Oh, okay. Um, if there is something that you enjoy, I know actually. my co-host Scott. He really likes Labatt Fifty. That one comes up a lot. It's actually not too bad. Yeah, actually, it's not too bad. It's pretty decent. If I go into a bar where they have like one big uh, Labatt Fifty for I don't know a lot of a cheap price yeah, I might get that it's good value yeah <laughs> you gonna run with that you gonna stick with 50 uh you got a better yeah one. but the one I was thinking of and it's not because it's bad uh, it's the uh, Seigneur Noir from uh, Brasseur du Monde 
because a lot of it gets a bad rep this beer because it's uh, very sugary it's right. like eating a cake okay actually and and maybe i would say this because I, i enjoy it uh it's i like sugary beer i don't mind the the, the, the amount right. of sugar in, in the beer what so style is it it's uh imperial stout it's a big big sugary one. oh yeah 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 but it's i i'm gonna say it's it's a uh, even though i like it i'm gonna say there's too much sugar in it <laughs> but i like it but it's not okay. for everybody that works so then the opposite beer you would decline under any circumstances You wouldn't decline. You I, would decline. I so would, if we went to a barbecue, I, like I'm like, hey man, and you didn't bring your own stuff, I'm like, hey man, want one of these, and you're like, course light, course light. I just can't, drink can't that. do it. Fair, it's trash. Ah, uh, course light. Sucks. Or Bud Light, a Rickards Red. Ooh, I don't like Rickards Red. Fair. Mm. I haven't had that for a long time. It's kind of like well, a gateway beer. I think it's basically. Um, A blonde beer where they add just uh, color in it. Yeah, it they, they did I it think. with the Rickards Dark, I think. Really? Yeah, there, there, there's one like oh, yeah. brownish, uh, blackish. It doesn't even like say what style really. It's not really yeah. a brown now. It's not really yeah. a blonde. Yeah, yeah. It's dark. It, it's dark. It's just dark. <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, it's just dark. Yeah, Rickards is a whole other thing. Uh, favorite beer style. So maybe just like your go-to or something you really enjoy. It uh, depends on the occasion, so it's never the same. Uh, but uh, you know, in this weather, I, I enjoy Pilsner. Oh yeah. So uh, and speaking of Pilsner, we have one coming out in two That's weeks. Awesome. Nice. So uh, it should be pretty good. Short cans. Yeah, yeah. cans. Lactose. Yeah, we just received no. them. <laughs> we forgot. No, no lactose. <laughs> we forgot to put lactose <laughs> in the Pilsner. I, I usually bring my own. It's a little easy. Like give it a little little pinch. Yeah. So, shit, dude! I'm yeah. throwing things at you today. <laughs> um, that's dope. Pilsners are a great answer. Yeah, so we uh, we will have it on on draft um, at uh, Chambly Festival. Oh, nice! So um, we'll be there. So it's nice to have a you know a new yeah, beer. Uh, yeah, we go every year. Yeah, yeah we go on the Saturday, I think. So. Yeah. Come to our booth. Yeah, come to our booth. Yeah, oh yeah, you guys gonna have a proper booth? Yep. Yeah, one because I think normally would you would, would you be a part of other booths or you always? No, we have our own. Our own. Uh, Did yeah. you have it last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the nicest festival it's of the season. Favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite. favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah, the 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 the, the 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 place is nice. The people are nice. Uh, everything is very good. By great the, vibe. By the, yeah. the river into the lake. Yeah. The scenery is great. It's green. That's so the weather is always nice. Always, yeah. I think there was one day last year it was terrible. Yeah, but we didn't go that day. Thank God. Yeah, it was. It's my favorite. There. Did you guys go to Fudu? Uh, no, we, we, we weren't there because we were at um, at um, the festival in Montreal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I come in, in, come in, come called Fabrique at Montreal. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, we were there. So. Some pictures look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was it was a uh, small event, but yeah, yeah, it was nice. A lot of cool, people. great lineup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right in the city too, in like a much yeah. better part than like downtown. It's more intimate, actually. Yeah. It was very, very. Yeah. Every booth were very close and all strapped together, but. It made out. Uh, it made a, a great event. Fantastic. Um, so Pilsner, that's the style you're talking about. What yeah, well, Pilsner would be in this weather. Um, um, so around, like if the, it's you know more at, at night, I would go for um, um, Belgium Triple or Imperial Stout. All right, would be my big two. ones. Yeah. Nice. I'm. It's close to a tie between Imperial Stout and Barley Wines, but I wow. think I'm not gonna say Barley Wines. That's your favorite style? Yeah. Amazing. Mm. I like Barley Wines. I feel like a lot of people here do. 
Yeah, I but there's not enough. Not enough barley wines in, 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 in Quebec, I think. Yeah, not, I don't see them too often. No, they're, and, and not think enough it's a, it's good a popular ones. choice these days. Yeah, uh, it, it maybe it was more a couple of years ago. But I feel now like it's declined a bit. Yeah. yeah. It'll come back around every In, in goes, percentage right? of uh, alcohol, mostly. Because yeah. I think a lot of high alcohol beers are, are less popular now. It's like, because it's harder to drink, and I think that's why everyone has a cellar now, because you buy them, like, yeah, sick, and then, like, well, I need three guys to drink this with. Like, yeah, you, you, you keep waiting and waiting, and all of a sudden, you got 50 beers sitting on your shelf. And, yeah, you open a bottle for special, special occasions. Or, yeah, which is dope. So then what would be your opposite, your least favorite beer style? Scottish ale. Yes, not a fan. I don't either. like it. It's that just... one comes up a lot. <laughs> yeah, not, it's just like sweet and sticky and it's like not much ops. Um, yeah, it's like a sweet bomb. I don't know. So it's it's just something I don't enjoy, you know. And I, Wait, like, a lot of people do say yeah. that. It's funny, yeah. I would say it's not that I hate it, but I I it mean never hate. in the mood of having a white beer. That also comes up a lot. It's like a whipped beer or blanc it's, or whatever. It, it, like I said, it's not that I don't like it. If you offer me a white beer, I'm gonna drink it. But never in a in a, a dipper or whatever. I'm not gonna be in front of a whole lot of beer and say, "Oh, this is the one." That's I what I'm gonna take. Yeah, I don't I'm know. So, that one comes up surprisingly, like a lot. Scotch ale too. Barley wine comes up a lot, but yeah, damn, which as, is my, as a, my least favorite too. Yeah, it's a barley wine. Barley wine's my least, <laughs> and it's not. It's that exact same. Let's answer. say we put lactose in, in the barley uh, wine. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Hey? <laughs> I, I actually would like to try that. It'd be <laughs> um, should we crack another one? Because we're sitting here with empty glasses, and we've got a few more sure. questions yeah, to go. Yeah. What would you like to go next? You choose. If if you haven't tried something, okay. uh, so I haven't tried either the stouts or the brown ale. Either, so I guess probably Let's go for a stout. Yeah, go for a stout. Yeah, I'm with it. So this one, this one, it's not the most chocolate. Yeah, are they both chocolate? What's the other one? They're both for chocolate. Yeah, they're both yeah. chocolate. Yeah. I guess we can. Uh, what's, what percent of these ones? 5.5. Ah, easy. With lactose. Yes. Is that first one today with lactose? Yeah. Yeah. Makes me happy. <laughs> Why did you add lactose to? You added to all of these uh, the stouts, right? Yeah. So uh, so yeah, with the, with the, that stout, it's always you know the same uh, base recipe, and we only change like the, the adjunct that we put in it. Nice. So, um, what's your favorite part of it? The lactose. <laughs> My favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, can you smell it? Yeah. It yeah. Smells like, like icing sugar and. Like calcium, like strong bones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it smells like strong bones. <laughs> Don't you think? Okay, let's get the photo. We need to make our best lactose face. I don't really have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of saying cheese, you can say lactose. <laughs> oh, that is just gorgeous. Um, all right, so now I'll stop messing around here some more. Uh, it's a weird beer to drink. So, oh, so next, let's cheers that. Sun, yeah, right. Cheers. But you know what? But it's it's not too heavy, so it's okay. It's five point five. It's great. Burnt, nice, like the burnt sort of roasty. The lactose is like get that sweetness in the background that like complements the chocolate. Yeah. Is there vanilla in this? Um, no, this one is because um, we have the milkshake. It's only vanilla, and this is um, the chocolate. Fantastic. It's so full, like it actually does really, the chocolate's like strong. Yeah. I like that about your stuff. Like, if it says it's got a flavor on it, like that flavor is dead yeah. on there. Yeah. 
Like the brunch tastes like goddamn orange juice. It's sour orange juice. It's amazing. Like, this is great. Yeah, that's very true because um, sometimes it's a little subtle. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, well. Um, so yeah, so. Um, so what? You, like, like, so yeah, we when we put like chocolate, you. we say that it's uh, no chocolate beer. We it has to taste chocolate. Right. Like it's. What's the point otherwise, right? Well, it's just that um, I think that you know when I try a beer and um, well, let's say it's, it says that it's made with chocolate, and mm -hmm. you, you really need to search for it. So so it, so um, you know to 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 taste uh, the chocolate. I think I'm just. Um, that's not what I'm looking for. So if I want a, a beer that you know, tastes like chocolate, and you're gonna put chocolate. Yeah, exactly. So, funnily enough, that's exactly what uh, Jean-Francois from uh, GCL said. He's like, when about Pechet, like you don't put coffee in the beer, like put coffee in the damn beer, like go in, like <laughs> yeah. don't go half hearted yeah. with it. And I'm, I get the exact same vibe from this. Like this is uh, fantastic. Um, what would be your desert island beer? Stuck on an island, they won't rescue, but they're gonna give you. That beer forever served wow. at the perfect temperature. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I guess if you are on the desert islands, gonna yeah. be sunny and, and hot. Yeah. So yeah, that would be a good choice. Yeah, you want to drink all day to stay hydrated. You go and yeah. have like a ten percent something. Yeah, yeah this, right. is your, this is your or answer. Sorry, if you're sorry. hungry, no, you know, no. need a bold <laughs> beer. Yeah, it needs to uh, nourish you. You know, right? Like but, something something that might have like an ingredient in it that has you nutrients. don't need to eat like. <laughs> What's an ingredient? Like, I don't know, something like lactose, maybe? Oh. Maybe you can like, be with lactose in it. So you don't need milk? You keep your, yeah, yeah. you don't need any milk, you got your strong, strong bones. bones. Yeah. Just saying. It's all an answer. Sorry. <laughs> Please, sorry, answer. That would be a no, nice but, name for a beer, though. Strong bones. Strong bones? That's a lactose. Strong bones. Yeah, I think I would go with uh, yeah. the margarita, you know, which mm. version, you know, it would be okay. The brunch one or the original or the. Uh, Margarita, okay. I would be that fine. I guess a specific beer, like a, a brand and a name, and like not a style. A specific beer. I mean, specific if, if you beer. don't have one, you could go a style as well. But I guess the idea would be a specific beer. It's a bit more fun that way. Or a Pilsner, without lactose. Without lactose? Wow. Yeah, I was going for a stronger beer, but maybe under the sun, it's not a good it, it thing. It might not be the. But at night, it gets cold on the night. On an island, yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I like I like like very dark and rich beer, like uh, Bourbon County styles. And okay. Like even like that. doesn't matter what time of day it is. Doesn't matter. Well, like, no, uh, not not in the under the sun like that. But I would maybe take a leaf and put a little in the sun <laughs> and just drink your Bourbon County drink style. Drink my Bourbon County under a leaf. That's a really good answer, Bourbon. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> 103 episodes. No one said Bourbon County style. Uh, beer trend predictions. What do you guys think is going to be popular next? What do I think or what do I would want to? No, what do you think? What do you think? And then what, you, what do you want? Because I want lactose to be popular. What was, the, what was the trend Well, it is year? much, it's much more than it was before. I feel like uh, there's too many lactose haters. <laughs> oh, they are lactose intolerant. Oh, be it, a good it, name for the beer. Yeah. Just intolerance and some lactose, I think. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that strong roads and then, the, and then it's like it's like a... Uh, uh, a stronger yeah, version of the it, intolerant. like that, like the Anna from the Laura. Um, you know, I would say because I think uh, for now, what's popular is um, any style of beers that they, they you know, fruit. They, there's fruit in it. Yeah. Okay. 
This year so, was mostly fruity beers. Yeah, a lot of, fruity a lot of uh, you know, IPAs or sour beers, uh, white beers. You know, there's a lot of beers with uh, added fruit okay. or juice, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or puree, whatever. Uh, so I think that's. I think it would be. It will be uh, even more popular, maybe. Oh, ah, yeah? In a couple months or next year, maybe. But it's hard to say. Um, I, one trend that I feel did not get uh, like where I thought it would be is uh, pills. I pills thought this year would be the Pilsner year, and a few a few breweries did one, but it did not take off as I much as I, as I. It's not yeah. the same thing. It's a because it's a yeah. It's been there. Yeah. For, for a long for time, eternity, and it's, uh, it's sort of come back around for it. I would yeah, agree. Kind of a bit, yeah. Yeah, but uh, not not enough. Not but I think Quebec it's more like uh, people that. Um, I think it's more a, a wishful thinking. You know, people that work in breweries. That's what they want to drink. You know, yeah. Pilsner because uh, it's the brewer's beer. Yeah. You don't want to work twelve hours like yeah. sweating and stuff, and then yeah. you're gonna have a milkshake. When you're thirsty, you, you just want to drink Pilsner, Pilsner because it's it's hoppy. It's uh, there is a good malt character. Uh, it's a good beer, but you know for. The general population. Um, I, I don't know. Next trend. Uh, I, one trend that I would like to see is is one that I've been, well, not actively pushing, but passively pushing is <laughs> is doing drinks with beer, like taking like beer a, cocktails. Yeah, cocktails. Yeah. That's a great answer. And I don't know why it doesn't take off. It, people don't. There, there. You know, there's a few people that does it, but it's not a big trend that. I would love to see a, a pub or something that offers beers and offer drinks with beers and cocktails with beers. Yeah. That's a really good point. I mean, maybe it's just because beer drinkers are like, maybe somewhat not snooty, but like, or even the brewers are more ice. more ice. Yeah, we can chuck some in. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, Why not? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, are you right? Yeah. Oh, the thing? I can move this. Perfect. It's gonna hold the thing, so we're gonna we're just filling up the ice here. Yeah, absolutely. I was, it, so I just turned to my partner. I'm like, you think they need ice? And as I turn, my server she's brought. <laughs> Yo, that happened before. She's we went to we get some glasses. We turned around and she was there. What do you yeah. need? She's incredible. Literally every time we need some. Some form of psychic. Good. 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 You need a beer, mate? Sure. Got some more of the. Uh, got some more of that one. Yeah. Which one? Uh, it's the brown now? Oh, yeah, it's great. That's the done. This winter, it's great. Yeah, right. it's fantastic. Is this on dry? Or only kegs? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Well, we have uh, kegs of that yeah. right now. Yeah. Can I get some? Sure. Yeah. This is how beer sales go down, sure. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I'm, I'm looking for. It's just I don't have time to go try them. I rely on you. Yeah, hey, I got you, brother. I got you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. This is so exciting. Love you in the <laughs> I know the best. Don has great taste. Don, are you team lactose or team no lactose? Okay, until I tried the Labras lactose, it was only my third one. I had some in Ontario. Yeah. Now I like the lactose. I was not team lactose before. Wow. Well, you know what? You came around and that's all that really matters. <laughs> I am now team lactose. I like that officially, like guys. You heard that. Is. The proprietor of the artisanal <laughs> is team lactose. We can keep this between us. I was not a fan of the sawdust lactose. The one I had from them was a strawberry milkshake one. Oh, I love the strawberry milkshake one. I was like, no. No? <laughs> maybe maybe you were young and your lactose 
game. <laughs> it, 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 my lactose infancy. In, that's okay. Maybe yeah. you were intolerant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. You said that earlier. Yes, yes. You like that? You like that? <laughs> yeah, that was Jan's. I just wanted to create it. Better than the phrase I use. Oh. I'm like, my buddy comes over and it's like, they're like, you want cheese on your tacos? I'm like, he can. He's a lactard. Oh. So, a lactard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't use that. Like, is that? That's that's, it's awkward. recording. We're, okay, we're recording we're, the podcast. That, I didn't say any of that. I, he didn't say anything. Who was that guy who just came in? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, the owner of Brutopia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay, such a wanker. <laughs> uh, John is the best. Um, all right, favorite up and coming breweries. So, breweries that uh, you, you know that are, um, you know, that you've maybe you've seen them come together, like put their thing together and start to taste the beers and start to produce stuff. Like, I like uh, what can <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed their beers. Yeah, it's I pretty good. I enjoyed their beer. I enjoyed their branding. Their yeah, their stuff. Yeah, the good guys too. Yeah, they are. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Them, uh, I met. Really. I've spoken to them both on Facebook, but I met uh, Marco Andrea Food and Eat. It's a good guy. Really like all their stuff. Yeah, they're doing some really interesting things. Yeah, and it's just a little bit different. It's more on the Ontario side. A lot of Quebec breweries aren't doing it uh, in that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys are probably the closest, actually. Now I think about it. So they're doing mean? like the like Quebec has a more traditional uh, approach to beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you agree with that at all? Yeah. Is that a fair... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of. Everybody. Uh, mostly, yeah. Not everyone, but more often than mm-hmm. not in comparison to like whatever. The two closest areas they'd be like Toronto slash Ontario and Vermont. Yeah. Like in comparison, Quebec really, really does the, the Belgian styles. It's like it, no one can do them as well as yeah. Quebec does those you know, f- like food of barrel age saisons mm-hmm. and like sours and that type of stuff. There's a few places outside, but Quebec really excels with that. And there hasn't been as many breweries that have excelled with, you know, like the milkshake IPAs and, and like the, the sort of more yeah. New World, North American styles yeah. that have kind of come through. And Mark Cannon are one of the ones that do it exceptionally well. And I feel like you guys are, are doing that with, you always, every time I always see you guys around, I always associate that with like, with with the the same sort of what's the word like like experimental mm-hmm. like you guys are willing to do stuff like put out a like there hasn't been that many milkshakes I know like Renault and, and yep. Jukebox they did that show and they did the New Wave which was the mm-hmm. first there's been a few others since but not that many like you look at Ontario there's been a ton yeah but then in comparison yeah um, it's, it's not that's true not yeah. so that kind of stands out a little bit I love it uh, favorite beer city destination or country where do you like to go oh. for beer uh, that's hard. I know. So many places. Well, you went to more places than I did. So you went to Belgium. Yeah. Nice. How was Belgium? Yeah, it's 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 really it's hard to choose. <laughs> that's yeah, a right? difficult question because you know when you go to Belgium, it's um it's more classical. It's, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like um because I, I started to to drink with you know Unibrew style of beer, so that's Belgium style of beers. Right. So and you know like... at that at that time. There was a couple of beers at the ACQ, which, you know, uh, great uh, breweries from Belgium. Yeah. So uh, so it's really more about uh, nostalgia that, than, you know, of course, I enjoy Belgian beer more than the average person. Uh, so, you know, going to Belgium, it's like, a, you know, a, Christmas. Yeah, kind of. And it's, you know, it's, you know, anybody that's li- that likes Belgian beers needs to go to Belgium because yeah. it's, uh, kind of thing to do on your bucket list. Uh, so 
of course there's Vermont Vermont is uh, some place you know a Amazing. great place to uh, of course there's so especially for IPAs um, yeah there's too much IPAs on there yeah well yeah. is there such like, a thing yeah if it's not your your favorite thing like it's not I like IPAs but it's not my favorite type of right, beer right. Mm -hmm. so, but if you go to Vermont like two days and you're saturated it's, it's, it's all IPAs, IPAs all around everybody has a million type of IPAs and but there so, are great you know there are places where you can find you know um, yeah, bottles super good beers yeah and yeah. bottles or, or draft yeah um, all around um, United States so um, I would say it's a great great place to go Vermont and, and of course for uh, the scenery and uh, you know it's, it's people beautiful. there are you know One. you feel relaxed when you go there yeah uh, and also there's there's so many places in the US in the US that you can go and travel for beers uh, it's really hard to choose one yeah. place I haven't been but I pretty sure I would enjoy it and I was told it's a good beer city it's uh, Portland Oregon. Oregon yeah yeah so everybody says that so I, I would love to go to Portland but I don't know if it, besides beer is there anything to yeah, is there do anything in else? Portland like I, I I've never heard of Portland outside of the have beer. you seen Portlandia yeah yeah that's always pretty funny yeah so they got yeah, a lot yeah. of hipsters which means they probably got good cafes yeah, yeah it's, it nuts. seems very hippie and oh uh, that's super that's and I'm sweating I feel like I'm just gonna be burnt to <laughs> yeah. shit thank you cloud we're sitting outside and like we it's weren't a small cloud yeah it's a little cloud it's like we have like long. a minute yeah. or, of, of like shade. respite <laughs> when we decided to do this out here it wasn't this sunny and we were like ah oh, this is perfect and then when you guys rocked up it started getting hotter we're like, uh, alright, let's just try it. Different scenery. And, then and now we're, we're drinking like, milk stuff. We're drinking yeah. milk stuff. <laughs> the lactose is keeping me refreshed. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard Poland's amazing though. Like, I, I don't know if it's the most incredible city, but it seems to me, if you like the... It seems the whole city is my land. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. And I live in my land, so I mean, I'm with it. Hipster, hippie, yeah, and... I love that shit. Yeah, just Good food. Smart, yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. time to wash out the thing, have a bit of water. You know, you there's no uh, Heineken, so I'll drink water. Oh. <laughs> Don't get used to it. Um, water under, I'll go some after this. Okay. I'll grab some after. Um, what would be your underrated style or brewery, city or country? Just something that's underrated. So, either a beer, a style, or a country, like a place, a city, or a country, whatever. Hmm. Underrated. Yeah, something that doesn't get us props, so you think this is fantastic, like a lactose pills, they'll say, <laughs> that people just aren't talking about. Nice, thank you, Cloud. Well, I would say, you know, in, in general, um, low alcohol beers are underrated. That's a good answer. In terms of, uh, you know, when, because uh, when you see like a, a big Imperial style, it always gets, you know, usually like it gets higher rating. Like Sides. Let's yeah. say, like for a pilsner, um, it's normal to um, you know to to rate it like average. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's it's uh, you don't see the same rating as a, for a pilsner than for uh, an imperial stout. Correct. And um, I think it's uh, so 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 that yeah, that's the case for pilsner. But mostly uh, high, uh, low alcohol beers. Yeah. They always have low ratings. Yeah. And I think I it shouldn't you... be the case because you should rate the beer compared to other beers that are the same yeah so not compared to your taste or compared to uh, not your taste but uh, you know, to any any beers because yeah. of course like um, a low alcohol beer it's hard to, to 
have a lot of taste and a lot of uh, character or uh, you know um, it's it's of course when there's no alcohol almost it's yeah. hard it's harder to get you yeah. know a big beer or a, really so it's, is. It's, the comparison is tough so so that's what I find you know low alcohol beers should get you know yeah because you don't get you don't get the same experience drinking a, a low alcohol beer or, yeah. or a pilsner but there's other than uh, imperial stouts because I think people that loves imperial stouts and, and just like more uh, higher ABV beers in general it's you drink the beer with like with a passion or, or you, you, it's an experience mm. to have that but a pilsner it's always it's hot I'm, I'm thirsty I love a pilsner and that's it and yeah you you rarely drink a pilsner like oh, every every sip it's like heaven and it's good it's, it can be very good but it's it's not the same thing you get from the beer so maybe that's why people are, are reading this that's this exactly what it is it's like underappreciated in pilsner or like at least a lager or whatever like are the ah beer yellow fizzy water is yep. what beer is to the vast majority of people still so it's like it's, it's not exceptional Whereas, like, you're right, it's like, we're going to have an Imperial style. We're like, yeah, I'm not drinking this to myself. We're going to have three, four of us, and we're going to all, then they're like, oh, man, we're going to talk about it. We're not just going to sip this. Like, yeah. no, nothing we'll ever pull about out of our cellar that's 10% or whatever. We're just going to, like, cool, and not even discuss yeah. it. We're not, like, I don't know, you know, I just feel like that's, a, like, that's the experience. Though. I think in the end, this is not the kind of beer that would win an award, but that would get the lifetime achievement. Like, you know, for, yeah. for the, the whole thing, Yeah, because I drank the Pilsner all my life. So. You know, of course, you you uh, you know when I drink Pilsner, um, it's it can be very good, but it's not it's not gonna have the same effect as um, a big beer. Correct. Because I like you know a big uh, you know, like imperial styles. That's the style that I like. I like a lot. So of course, yeah. it's never gonna be the same experience. But um, but nonetheless, I think uh, you know low alcohol beer should get you know. Should be judged at least with with other beers that, that are the same, not not with um, you know, big beers. Yeah. yeah, good answer. You gonna echo the same answer? Yeah, Agreed. yeah. I guess uh, Pilsner, uh, blonde in general, like Kolsch, or you know, light light blonde beer. We'll see are for uh, underrated. Underrated. Yeah, that are underrated. There are a couple of really good ones coming out of Quebec this year, so it's good to see that they're slowly like starting to pump it out I definitely would like to see more I go to a place like Vice Versa or something and there's maybe one there's like but there's like a blonde is not a pilsner it's very different yeah it's different or maybe so I'm, you know what I mean I would like to change my answer yes please yes. Yeah. maybe I would say Saison because I don't think uh, people like Saison as much as I think they should or maybe it's just because I, but people tend to add too much to it or, or Like do it too too much of a special beer out of a saison, but a, a very good saison like saison du pont, it it's it's marvelous. Yeah. And I think everybody should try to emulate something like that to, yeah. to a very well balanced saison. Nothing flashy, nothing out of the ordinary. To just very good. Yeah, there's so many. It's very wide the style saison. You know, it's. Uh, I can I get it now. I used to know never liked them at all. And I think it was maybe after like Fuduni and like sort of recently, like trying some exceptional ones, like mm -hmm. whatever, like Oval and like some of the Pit Caribou stuff and Dunham stuff and um, Hill Farmstead or whatever. And like, this is what it's supposed to taste like. 
and I'm used to the ones that are just all cloves and bananas. I'm like, ah, it's like it's turned me off all the time. And then having these like yeah, dry made ones, dry, dry. The good ones are. You mean the good ones are dry? I, well, I, I, I like dried milk. Dry yeah, so do I. Like, I feel like a lot of the ones that are more commercially available or the ones that are more common that I've been trying were always just like canned ones that were, there's nothing wrong with that, of course, but um, not in the same, there's a difference. It's like this refinement that I'm noticing finally. Like, it's always just never been my thing. And then I've just had so many good ones recently. I'm like, I, I think I, I actually get it. Have you tried Saison Spa? I have. Yeah, but, uh, but that's sure, more sugary. I mean, it's more? it's it's more bold, but uh, that's, I would say that's the classical set. That's the one. Yeah, I should go back and try it again. I really enjoyed. But uh, most people that you know have tried more like uh, Dunham style of saison yeah. and enjoyed those types of saison. Mm -hmm. They won't like. Uh, the one the saison. Saison. Yeah. One it's, good one I think these days is a uh, mandrel from La uh, Brasserie. Yeah, that's different. It's yeah. a different type yeah. of saison. It's a bread saison, but okay, I like it very much. It's fruity. I'd have had that. I don't remember. I enjoyed Saison Espinay from Oval, like a lot. I really enjoyed that. We were just in Vermont on the weekend and my friend bust out uh, Arthur from Farmstead. This is just exceptional, mm -hmm. like out of control. And uh, I swear there was something else I had. Um, I, we did a podcast with Pete Caribou Reese like last weekend. They had broke out some of their like big guy Saisons and stuff and they were very similar. All those ones are similar style. I don't even know what to, how to describe that, yeah. but that, whatever that is. Yeah. Is that Saison Dupont style, would you say? Those beers, if you know what I'm talking about? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, no, which one, sure which one from Pink? Pink Caribou was called like uh, something like Floor or Flora or something in it. Oh, Flans Quebec? Flans Quebec? I didn't try it. Yeah, I don't there's think like I three tried versions of them. I had the third one. It was just like, they had this, yeah, there's like this refinement about the beer, something about you like, this is like something special. You can just like tell. And I don't know why before I was like, cool, cool, whatever. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I was more, maybe more just in IPAs and stuff. Yeah. And just recently, maybe I think I've tried enough of those mm -hmm. ones that I'm finally just clicked for me or something yeah, happened. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that happens for for drinkers. Maybe all of a sudden you drink a style and like whatever, whatever. And all of a sudden you have something. Oh shit! All right, yeah. I get it now. Because yeah. it's had so many average saisons. I'm always like, I always say yeah, give yeah. Noah shit. I'm like saisons are boring, man. Like fuck that. <laughs> but he's like, I never understood. But I just think I wasn't drinking the right ones. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, I very much understand the answer to this now. Well, you know, I like saison when it's sunny. This is that's, the weather for it right yeah. now. I mean, exactly. I'm down with my lactose stout either. <laughs> like, too. like, fuck, man. You need a saison lactose. That's it. I'm lactose with it. Lactose and everything. <laughs> Why can't, like, we could call this episode lactose and everything. Yeah. Hashtag we're all team lactose. All right. Yeah. All right thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, right now, right now, please, please. Are you cool with that? We'll call the episode team lactose? Yeah. Why not? They said yes. You hear that? Yeah, On yeah, air. Yeah, why not? Bam. Um, we probably need another beer, but the next question while we're doing it, best beer you ever drank in your life? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I Aaron. think that would be... Um, um, I would say... Um, it may change, you know, but yeah, the, the first one that comes out in my mind is um, um, Black Tuesday. Oh, uh, brewery. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, 2012. All right. Black Tuesday. I think that would be. Uh, I heard about that one. Yeah, it's a 20% beer. It's uh, 20. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God so, damn crazy Americans. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. It's a bourbon age uh, imperial style. Right. Um, and it's you know it's real good. But 
you know, of course, it wouldn't be my favorite beer now, you know, when no, it's very modern, like but 30 degrees. No, of course not. But uh, it's, I think it's very really difficult to make a beer that strong yes. and this good. And it's good. Yeah. So, um, 20%. So, yeah, it's very good. Okay. And you have to drink it, you know, when it comes out. Um, you have to wait a couple of years before before you try it because it's I think it's too boozy at first. Oh yeah. Right. So you have to age it. Let it let it age. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. That's why the, the the one I tried was a 2012 and it was fantastic. Okay. I like that. It's a good answer. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I don't enjoy beer now the way I used to enjoy beer like at first. Like I don't have that. Not childish attitude, but you know, at, at the beginning I was uh, the discovery. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was I was amazed by everything, and now I'm always more uh, like I taste and I like. Hmm, do I like that or not? And and I I, I was I'm more questioning everything I, I taste. Right. I, if I go back to where I started, where we started going into uh, Mondial de la Bière and everything, where, where they had. Uh, you know what they call the petit pub and it was uh, beer, uh, American beers and beers we, we never tasted before like uh, which one? With, uh, the Yeti uh, oh, from Great uh, Divide. Great Divide yeah. I, I, I remember tasting that one and going nuts and I was like wow what is this? <laughs> and, and you know this I remember tasting it and I wasn't too drunk I was I was okay to taste the beer and one other I remember tasting that I, at that time I felt it was incredible. It's the uh, the nut brown ale from Rogue. Oh yeah, I yeah, hazelnut one. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's and one. I remember like saying it. Wow, man, it's incredible. And I tasted it back when I haven't drank before. It, it was okay, but it was it wasn't that <laughs> it wasn't, great. Yeah. So the the way you are in 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 your head when you're when you have a couple of beers. At some point, I think you start enjoying beer more than you should, yeah. maybe, or, or differently than, than, than what you normally are. That's a really good point. Um, did you want to... So that's your best beer? Uh, Nut brown ale? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just saying that it's... it's uh, The different way. I don't know. The Yeti like, is a good Best example. beer ever? Yeti is good. I don't think I have But one. it's like, not even, it's like, it's like some, like JF from Judy Sale was like, I was on a boat and he was fishing with his dad or something. He had a Budweiser at the end. It was amazing. That was the best. Oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like situational okay. sometimes. So it's not just like, this beer is like my favorite, but like, yo, I was like, climbed the mountain and I got to the top and I had this beer in my backpack. Yeah, that was kind of, sorry, I should have said that to start. I don't really have a, I don't have a situation. Yeah, I, I, I didn't climb a, a mountain, <laughs> a mountain or anything. I didn't go fish with my dad. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take that. What do you want to do? I don't know. What's cold? The only cold one. There's only two. Yeah, I know. There's well, I don't know if it's cold yet, but uh, it was oh, you put it in the ice. The brunch and the milkshake I made just for you. <laughs> I'm happy to share that with you guys. Have you tried it? <laughs> no, I haven't tried. Oh, maybe we should put more than one. Yeah, we're... No, but yeah, I suppose. No, that's it. Mm. Get him in there. What do you want to? Is this cold or maybe not? Well, this one doesn't need to be really cold. Okay, we can yeah. do this one maybe in the meantime while yeah. we're waiting for the milkshake. Yeah. We can finish yeah. up with the milkshake. Yeah.
So this is the... Um, it's nut brown ale. Nut brown. Speaking of nut brown. Yeah. <laughs> good transition, good segue. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So while we're pouring this one, uh, just tell people what this one is. 6.5, oh 6.5, that's a big one. Yeah. I don't... Did you forget something on the label? It didn't say it contains lactose, where's that? <laughs> no? Must have missed it. Oh, we doing that? Oh yeah, finish that. Sorry, man. We're throwing beers. No, that's all right. Um, all right. Favorite beer of all time. So that's the that's question. So it doesn't mean the best. Just like your favorite, it could mean that you have a um, uh, maybe you have a attachment to a beer. Maybe it was just something you tried really like um, early on that was uh, you know, meant something to you or something. And you got a soft spot for it. A lot of people say, a lot of brewers, without putting words in your mouth, a lot of people say like the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale because it was a um, uh, you know, one that got them into, um, uh, you know, hoppy beers. It was one of the first hoppy beers type of thing. I like beer. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't like to wait in line for beer, so I, I'm not the, the, the no, type of, of people who, who would prefer like cheers. waiting. Cheers. cheers. So I like uh, readily available beers, so that's why I like uh, Sale a lot. They're, they are very easy to find. So I don't know, I like... Uh, that's fine. Do you have a specific uh, one that was your favorite of all time? You know the drill, sorry boys. Is there any Either Sussis Divine or... Uh, oh yeah, wow, across the bottom of mine. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Peche Martel. Peche is next time. Have you guys done like a big um, a big stout before? Um, well, on a smaller scale, yeah. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. But um, yeah, but well, we have one coming, uh, and I think you'll enjoy it because it's an imperial milk stout. So. <laughs> so. You know me well, that, it's, yeah. it's a vox stout, but. Um, but like um, just a big guy of it. Yeah, double, double vox stout. So um, and it's in bourbon barrels right now so um, so that'll be our first one yeah that's amazing first big stuff okay yeah i haven't i don't remember ever seeing that so i'm looking forward to that one specifically because it's barrel is the lactose in the beer when it's in the barrel yeah yeah you hear that noah it's barreled lactose barrel aged lactose because he doesn't <laughs> the podcast it's like an old cheese it's like an <laughs> aged cheese but it's it's aged lactose <laughs> aged cheese Bourbon barrel aged cheese. Oh my god, you guys are too much. Um, so favorite beer of all time. Sorry. So the Peche Motel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of all time. Uh, favorite yeah. beer of all time. Yeah. Well, that was Black Tuesday. Sorry, the question. So you know what? Yeah, that's. I'm taking notes at the same time as I'm doing this. I apologize. It was favorite. So this best beer you ever drank in your life. Yeah. And then favorite beer of all time. So the best beer you ever drank was the situational one, which sounds like it was oh, a Black yeah. Tuesday, and the favorite beer of, of all time. So it's like something that's just like you have a sauce, but like I said, some brewers say Sierra Nevada Pale Ale or something, but like, oh, that first time I had like hops in a beer, I was like, what is this? And that beer changed the way they, they view things. But maybe the first time you had Heady Topper or something like that, I was like, oh shit, what is this? So. So if I understand the question correctly, it's like the beer that uh, influenced me the most. Would that be it? I, I would say, sure. Like a what for that? 
Um, it's slight distinctions. Yeah. It's not massive distinctions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there are a couple of beers that influence me a lot. Um, Whether it's local or international doesn't matter. Well, there's you know there's many beers. Um, in, well, first of all, in Quebec, let's let's talk about Quebec. So okay. it's gonna be simpler. Uh, there's a lot of beers from Ciel that um, you know. Uh, what was the one you, you mentioned the other day? The Kente Sans. Yeah. Um, I like this one. Yeah, the Kente Sans was um, like a barley wine or something. Of course, it was. Uh, from um, I think it was only brewed uh, a couple of times. Or maybe once or twice because they I know they, they they've done it again uh, a couple of years ago and I they're doing it again I think for the 20th, 20th anniversary okay. um, who was it by? Jutsia. Oh Jutsia. Yeah. Um, so that was um, that was a big barley wine and at that time I I really enjoyed barley wine much more than today okay. so um, so yeah that was uh, great beer um, that we um, I think it was only available uh, when they they did anniversary there was like vintages of uh, of that beer uh, every time we went to an anniversary so uh, okay. yeah that was that uh, works. a good beer I love it first beer you ever brewed so I'm not sure if it, I guess you never brewed yet so no yeah, I know first, well uh, first uh, all grain because Let's not talk about extra uh, kids. Yeah. Extra kids. <laughs> that didn't even count. <laughs> it was um, the only time I did a, um, a recipe based on someone else's recipe. Uh, I only that I only did that once, and that was my first brew. It was uh, a clone of uh, Mozart from Unibrew. Ah. So, um, and you know, it went well, first brew. Uh, but there's one mistake that I did. So. Um, Instead of having an eight percent beer, it was more like five point seven because uh, I had less grain. Uh, no, grain was okay. It was too much water in the mash, mm. so um, that was a mistake that I did. So uh, it's a good memory. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Uh, I remember a lot that <laughs> Very first group. Well. <laughs> so, um, but like I said, it went well, and uh, it's good. <laughs> it went well. So uh, yeah, that was uh, like a. Uh, a red Belgian beer, or okay. a, a brown Belgian beer. It was a weird beer, but you know, no, no default. Uh, just uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, a lot of people say they made like terrible, terrible beers for the first one. So, but it's no, actually, not uh, bad, good. I think I've like brewed like for five years without you know any bad brews. Nice. But then again, uh, after that, uh, I did some a couple of beers that that went to uh, the drain. Uh, because you know they got infected because I, I became careless. I was too too, much, too used to it. Yeah. Um, Not so, enough sanitization. Uh, I think it was just um, yeah maybe the, the 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 vessel where the beer fermented was not uh, oh cleaned like, all the way through clean, clean or washed enough or something like that. So it's crazy. Um, okay, dope. Uh, your death row beer and meal pairing so your final beer well no meal <laughs> because i don't like pairing meal with beer no not into so. it <laughs> so what? you'd rather have a uh, just a beer before yeah dying. just a beer <laughs> no meal yeah i guess me too i don't mind i don't mind eating while while uh, drinking but if it was my last one i wouldn't spoil a beer with a meal 
Spoil a beer. Yeah, but I mean, if you really, really love that beer, you love it by itself. Right, you don't need the meal. Yeah. Okay. Love yeah, beer beer you is have. meal by itself. That's true. Yeah. As we know with the lactose and the calcium. Yeah, that's no. what they say. A beer is a steak or something. A steak? <laughs> Bread or steak. I got a few steaks today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, big steak. Big steaks. What would uh, Do you have anything that comes to mind? That, like if you had like one final beer? Damn. Uh, that would Black Tuesday, why not? You know, if you're gonna die, you might as well. Go out on 20%. Well. well, maybe. Whole bottle to yourself. You know what? Maybe I would go with the worst beer possible. So, so in a way, I'm kind of, of happy to go away. <laughs> I'll have a wild cat, like a big wild cat uh, that went that was under the sun for the whole day. That, What's a wild cat? Well, you know, I, does it exist anymore? Or uh, like a Bull Max, or you know oh, that, like that the malt 40s, liquor, like 10 percent. Awful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it under the sun for two weeks Ow. in the, the desert, and then you have that, and you say, "All right, I'm good yeah, to go." I'm good. End it. End oh, it yeah, right yeah. now. End me now. <laughs> no one's ever said that either. It's actually, it's kind of genius. It makes the whole thing a lot simpler. Yeah, because otherwise you're gonna be sad to go. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, like, man, I'm drinking this like 20% imperial stout. I'm having a good time. Like, oh, come and on. And you have to, you have to you drink go. the full thing. So halfway, you're like, no, no, no. You're like, end it. Like, nope. Drink it all. <laughs> you're like, fuck. Um, favorite and least favorite style to brew. least favorite all wheat beer <laughs> all wheat is all wheat least only wheat only wheat is least or favorite it's, it's difficult difficult yeah because you always it's get messy. stuck mash or yeah. uh, it's hard to uh, only wheat beer have okay. you ever done it? yeah the wheat IPA mm -hmm. all wheat IPA oh, it was all wheat yeah yeah that, you that was do it again maybe oh yeah uh, so, so that's that the least so you like yeah it's the least because it's um, it's difficult. You know, when you get a stuck yeah. mash it's, it's not fun Okay. Anyone? <laughs> and what's anyone the, in the brewery? Fair enough. I've heard. I've heard rye is bad too. That's uh, home brewing, but what about yeah. in commercial here? You, you cannot when you get, get stuck mash. You, you, get you stuck can. Mash. Oh, yeah. Even with uh, oh, what they use? Ashlag uh, are using yeah, I mean, a different. They're style. using a uh, yeah. different. Um, I don't know what they call it. It's like press, press. Uh, yeah, it's uh, press brew. Okay. Like it's the grains in 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 different uh, blocks. Yeah. Well. Pressing a like a, say a filter correct. kind kind it's a of filter press. Yeah. Huh? A filter press, yeah. yeah so it's different, you get, so you, you don't get you don't really get stuck mash, I think. Okay. It's gonna be easier. What about favorite stuff? To brew? Yeah. Pumpkin beer. Yes, do you guys like yeah. pumpkin beers? Yeah, because it's it yes. smells I think that's the brew that smells uh, the best. Yeah. The best it's when all you the brew spices it. Spices yeah. so brewers tend to hate pumpkin beers. So that was refreshing to hear. Well, you enjoy one, you know, uh, and you're gonna uh, need thirty of them. But no, yeah. only one. Like, uh, of course, I, you know, I need to buy one when it's uh, fall season, yes. close to Halloween. You, know, you need to have pumpkin. Beer. Are you guys doing one? Yeah. Yeah. Can I suggest an we, addition to it? Sorry. Can I suggest? <laughs> <In that case? laughs> no one's done a milkshake uh, pumpkin beer. <laughs> Just saying. That's right. That's right. Just saying. Yeah. We'll if you want to talk collabs, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> I'm just saying, milkshake pumpkin beer. Yeah. It'll change the game. It could, actually. It could. Oh, man, see? Team Lactose. Team, <laughs> team Lactose. <laughs> <laughs>
clickbait. Thank you guys for putting up with my bullshit. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, worst beer you've ever made? Whoa. Um, yeah, I think the worst one was, um, um, you know, everything that I had um, in terms of grains and hops, uh, I just brew a beer with that. So it was oh, kind of. Tuski? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I even added raspberry to it and it was awful. Because the beer was, it was, uh, get out of here. So we have a wasp. <laughs> if it was a bee, it? it's what okay. It? It's a bee, yeah. Is That's it? a wasp. It's These brown. guys are like, no, wasps, don't, don't they have like, Dangling weird <laughs> legs like that when they I thought no, that's it's not the bee, like the bees are the fat, like friendly ones. But they're not going to mess with this, they're going to be in the flowers right there. They're yeah. not going to be the wasps for the one that come to your camp. Yeah. Watch out for them, these guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. yeah, they are a piece they of shit. No value in society. <laughs> in bees society. are everything. You seem to enjoy lactose though. Yeah, he, he did like he's lactose. Part of your team. Hey, hey alright, wasp come back. <laughs> wasp is team. Yeah, so my, my worst. Um, uh, beer uh, that I brewed was that like um, it wasn't something you know, it wasn't a style in particular it was okay. really like like um, and even the yeast I, I put like uh, all the yeast that I had left that weren't so fresh yeah so uh, it made like a, a 10% beer really uh, bad you know and I think I put a, a champagne yeast in it so it was very dry and it was awful that's that's why it was called Tuski. Yeah, it's because it's an expression in, in Quebec, which means when you, when you do a meal and you just put whatever is in you your fridge, fridge yeah. you're having a Tuski, which means ev well, like everything's what oh T O U T yeah. like yeah like that's everything. it what whatever is in the fridge so, so like that's that. why it was called like that's a good idea that's kind of smart. Um, what music do you listen to when you brew? Um, I like. Uh, when I brew, especially, uh, um, what's the style of music? It's uh, post-rock. Post-rock, yeah. I like post-rock when I brew. Is it like Tool yeah. and stuff, or is that like... Um, uh, no, Tool, would, I guess, would be uh, experimental, or I don't know. What's post-rock? I've heard of Post-rock, like, um, how to describe uh, the, it. The, uh, well, yeah. Like some of the, or some of the bands. It's more rhythmic, it's more uh, symphonic, if you will, symphonic. so it's more mellow than, than than rock most of the time uh, there's no, uh, no lyrics no vocals like dream theater and stuff i think they are uh, post-rock bands oh no no not dream dream theater uh, there's a band what they called uh, godspeed black hue emperor that's a the post-rock band but that's not the okay. one the I one we, uh, we listen to is uh, if these trees could talk that's every post, the, yeah, it's the name of the band. Every post rock band has a, a, a name that kind of a, a, a really phrase, yeah. <laughs> like explosions in title. the sky. Okay. If these trees oh, could talk. I know them. Explosions yeah. Uh, cool. This will stuff. destroy us. Also, uh, Russian circles. Russian, Russian circles. circles. Oh, that's way too short. They, they yeah, need to add, yeah, uh, yeah. At least three more words. But uh, this will destroy us. Actually, they made the uh, part of the soundtrack for Moneyball. Really? You know the movie with. Uh, Tony Hill? Sure, I haven't seen it, okay. but I've, I've absolutely heard of it. Is that the new one? The or is it an older one? There's a new one that Jonah Hill did, but I think oh. he like directed it. Oh, no? oh he did another one? He directed this movie, it looked like I saw the trailer, it looks sick. Uh, what, the one with uh, it's like a bunch of kids and stuff. I pit. I'm really bad with movies, but I like Jonah Hill. Yeah, he's good. Good work. Okay, that's a great, that's, that's dope. Favorite hop, that's the point of the hop. 
I would say I, I actually I, I discovered uh, quite recently the uh, El Dorado one. I like yeah, it. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. 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 Let's say Citra is a classic. Can't yeah, go wrong. It's a classic and it's you can't make a bad beer with it's, Citra. It's also a, um, I think it's um, it's really easy to work with Citra. Yeah. And uh, and it's yeah, it's a fan so favorite. Good. Yeah. yeah. Can't go wrong. Last question, finally, boys. Uh, told you it wasn't lightning. Uh, what does your family think of your job? I don't even know what. <laughs> I don't think they know really do they, what I do. So. They don't get it. Do they? Do they get it? Do they understand that? Like, have they been to like a beer festival well, and seen all these people? Not, yeah, yeah, I think they. Yeah, of course. I think what they. You make? I think. Well, for my part, and sure, his parents are happy that what we do yeah yeah I'm sure they, they think it was weird at first like alright get a real job stop no <laughs> no well nothing like that my you, know, you can't say that when it's only a hobby so that's true and then so it's been a hobby a real for job. so long so yeah. now they're like hey <laughs> yeah. I get drunk and get paid to do it <laughs> yeah yeah why not my my mom was uh, was uh, kind of a she like she wasn't too sure when I when I, I when I went full time into this because before I was working in, in a bank so it was very stable a good good salary very boring yeah stable. very boring <laughs> I did banks too man and, and <laughs> when I when I told her I was going full time on this she said are you gonna be okay like I like I didn't plan this or, or whatever like so but I think she's just not too sure of what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. But she she likes it. And, she gets the point. Does she get a lot of? She enjoys the beer. Does she do the family drink the stuff with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm bringing, I'm they bring like her. it. They appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. She converted yeah. them. They craft beer. Well, yeah. they're not big drinkers, but <laughs> probably good. But when they do, yeah, they, it's only, they taste it. Yeah, yeah. And they enjoy it. Yeah. Do you think they'd be team lactose? <laughs> uh, well, What's my the mother likes the. The, the milkshake uh, exactly yeah so she would be team lactose yeah team is adding up it's getting yeah, stronger yeah. every day <laughs> yeah. it's stronger every day yeah. it's recruiting right I know I'm, I'm, I'm a push-up I'm a push-up <laughs> um, do you want to crack the milkshake beer on the uh, podcast or do you want to just do it afterwards up to you uh, do you want a milkshake or the brunch yeah. oh should we do the brunch and then the milkshake Alright, we'll just finish the podcast so we can just drink it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this brown ale is fantastic. I yeah, reckon brown ales are one of the more boring styles. Yeah. And this is creamy and like roasty and mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah, I, thanks. This is the best one I've had since the left field in Toronto. They have a great brown ale. That was the first brown ale in ages I've had. And this is like really similar. Like, it's really good to know this is in Quebec. It's a good well left field in general. Uh, how do you like that? They're amazing. Have you had them? Oh, no, they're amazing. not really. Oh, I, I love them. Once, maybe. They're one of my probably top three in Toronto. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I think they're fantastic. We're planning a trip to. Uh, oh, I'll give Ontario. you a list. Oh, like, let me give you a list, please. Yeah. I got a bunch of spots. Um, are you guys trying to talk to people and stuff out there? Yep. Or is it? Oh yeah. I'll, I'll connect you with whoever I know. I don't know everybody, but I know a few people okay, that uh, are worth chatting to. Yeah, um, they're always super super cool. Um, done, boys. Thank you so much for yeah, sure. um, hanging out. Thanks, I really appreciate thanks it. to you. Thanks Pleasure. for having us. Um, where can we find you guys online? Um, mostly Facebook. Uh, you know, if anyone, anyone has a question, we answer pretty fast. Uh, emails. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, it's old microbrasserie so, box probably pretty much, right? Yeah. Except Twitter's probably something different. Sorry? Twitter's probably like... Oh, Twitter, it's... Um, 
Damn. Uh, I looked. At, I looked at it like a week ago, and <laughs> just look. And what is it? Slash something. Yeah, it's yeah. like at. It's probably like. Oh. Yeah. Vox Populi but Piero, it's, like, it's easy to find it. Just, just type. search it. There's not that many. Yeah, exactly. Or go to the website. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah website. go to the website. All the links are there to every uh, every social media. Perfect. Appreciate it, guys. Guys, if you enjoyed the episode, mate, smash the thumbs up. Hit thank you. Hit subscribe below and hit the notification bell. Ding, so you know when the new joints drop. And follow us on social media at BOS Podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear very extremely attractive gentlemen like this who are additionally team lactose uh, talk about <laughs> beer. Follow us on Spotify now, we're up there. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and uh, wherever else you get your talking media. That is it, y'all. Thank you for watching. We'll see you in the next episode. We'll see you in the next episode. Get in ya. Cheers. Cheers.